friends! Welcome to Nature Check's Arctic Campaign, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science! Hi, I'm Cheryl, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the Dungeon Master for the Arctic Campaign. I'm also a PhD candidate studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing my research, I'm a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Next, we've got Cindy. Hi, I'm Cindy, she, her, I'm a science enthusiast and play an indoor and engineer over on Heroes of Awesome Constellation on the Weirdling Switch and YouTube channels, but here I'm playing Natia, the water method druid. Next there's Ryan. Hello, I'm Ryan. Uh, I am a plant healthcare specialist and naturalist and native plant enthusiast in Pittsburgh. I work doing plant healthcare and quality control in medical cannabis here in Pittsburgh. In our game, I play Fletcher, who is a human wizard, and we both use he, him, his pronouns. Then there's Nancy. Hi, everyone. My name is Nancy. I'm an entomologist, which means that I see bugs, and I live in Quito, Ecuador, where normally I'm toting your bum around the jungle to look at all the amazing insects, and Cheryl is coming real soon. So you to see our bugs being toted around the jungle. I play a human-ish young roguish woman. <laughs> Her name is Kay, and we use she, her pronouns. <laughs> and then there's Peter. Hey everybody, my name is Peter. I'm an entomologist working at NCANT University in North Carolina, studying horticultural crops and improving crop production methods for local farmers. When I'm not doing that, I'm taking pictures of bugs. Here I play Cedric, the dwarven cleric, and we both use he, him pronouns. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the. Mm -hmm. I think <laughs> Sorry, I, like my... he he did it successfully. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. That's <laughs> just my my scroll down on my notes. But anyway, um, mm -hmm. thank you. We've completed that step. <laughs> thank you to everyone who's standing in live right now, and thank you so much for helping us get to 500 followers on Twitch. That means so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's it really means a lot that you like what we do. So we'll do some more right now. Uh, <laughs> you know the drill. Hang out with us in the chat, use your channel points to help the PCs or create chaos, and check the reference section down below for social media handles and a link to our Discord. You also know that you can find the video recordings of our games on our YouTube channel and the audio versions on all podcast platforms. Our 50th episode of Arda is... Oh my gosh, it's next episode <laughs> on October 17th. We will be hosting a marathon live stream starting at 9 a.m. Eastern. I'm not sorry, Andrew. The marathon will include three TRPG one-shots featuring all kinds of science, not just biology. And the games will be GM'd by Andrew from The First Watch, Allie from RP Geeks, and Nikki from Beholder to Know One in that order. If you didn't catch the promo posters running on the stream before we went live, you'll have another opportunity to see them during our midway break, and I will be posting them on our Twitter this week. We are so very excited to spend October 17th with all of you and all of our new guests playing games and talking about science. Woo! No, seriously, so stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I am so very excited for this. All right, but I guess we should get into today's action first. You have been on a really long trek to find the source of the pollution, folks. And then, once you had found it, you were forced to take a detour into the mountains in order to save your friend. But you've finally begun retracing your steps, and you have just re-arrived at the dwarven mine beneath the desert. 
It is now morning on Telosum, the 18th day of Bright Run. You have set up Fletcher in a room near the exit of the mine to block any escape Mafok might try to make, and the other three of you have continued down the path towards the room where you first encountered him. After some trouble with the loose rubble at the entrance to the large waterfall room, Kay and Cedric are finally safe back on solid ground. What would you like to do now? So... Yeah, this is all you three. You gotta deal with that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I chilling. may have completely forgotten about the stupid gravel walk when we were making those plans. <laughs> <laughs> Do either uh, of you remember where the trigger was on this bridge? <laughs> well, Kay found one of them, I think, last time and then flipped several times before falling into the river, if I remember correctly. And then I believe you and Fletcher looked at the rock and figured out which one it was yeah so yeah, i made it ac- i made it across and back remembering where things were so like if you saw mm-hmm. it before you could check where they were before but they also could not they could be in different spots <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i could i think like, we should probably just all walk it. back across all this this gravel <laughs> pile go ask fletcher where it is and then walk back what do you guys think <laughs> Or I could go, or I could go test it because if it flips, I can fly. That sounds like a way better idea. <laughs> I mean, if we're pretty confident that all it does is flip, it's all it did I last mean, time, right? That's all it did mm-hmm. last time. This time, it's a mimic. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sixty-foot bridge mimic. Yeah, <laughs> it just it's folds in half carat. in the middle, and like. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I could I could go walk out and sort of hit the spot we thought was bad, or maybe not hit the spot we thought was bad, and see if it's safe. I feel like that might be easier. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Just like just, do a just clear pay path. attention to where I walk. Yeah, just see where I walk, and then if it doesn't flip, then do the same thing I just did. All right. Yeah, you got this. You got this, Nadia. Okay. All right. So you got you, this. So what are you trying? You're trying to walk on a path that's not going to trigger. The bridge. Yeah, I'm gonna try to avoid where I think I remember the thing being, and if anyone wants to like point it out to me to help with that, do that. Do I? Do I remember where so, it was? I was gonna clarify the series of events. So Kay stepped on it the first time, and then she stepped on it the second time, and then Nadia was able to sort of point out to the two boys, which like general section of the bridge Kay had been on when she went over. Cedric, you inspected the stones and you were able to choose like a five foot square that you shouldn't step on. And then you and Fletcher were able to skirt that. And Fletcher was able to remember what to skirt so that you guys could get back out at the end of everything. So like, ideally somebody in this group should be able to remember Mm -hmm. or reestablish where it was. Yeah. So do we have to do some kind of check or do we feel pretty confident that we remember where um, it was? It depends. If you're just trying to remember, it'd be a straight intelligence check. If you'd like to go out on the bridge and start, you know, investigating, you can do search checks. I'm going to see if I remember to tell Nadia, because Nadia's going to walk out there, mm-hmm. but I want to at least give her as much guidance as I can. So I just want to try and remember. Yeah, Just for fun, I, can be I like, will also try to remember. Do it. And you have one advantage left. Is, I don't think we're going to waste it on this. I hope we're not going to waste it on this one. <laughs> Oh, starting off the night strong. That's what we... Mm-hmm. Yes! <laughs> well, I did roll a four, I, oh, but right, it's yes. intelligence mm-hmm. check, yeah. so... I, 
I got 11. <laughs> so, go. yeah. Okay. That's passing, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's on the bridge somewhere. Cedric, mm-hmm. you yeah. remember that it was on the second half on the left-hand side. This side, I think further further to the other side. You got this, Nadia. Oh, it's going to be one of those nights. Okay, great. I'm going to walk across. You mean every night for us? <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do yeah. tonight, folks? <laughs> Fall Laugh down a cast. The same thing we do Laugh every lot. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to walk over, avoiding that part of the bridge. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, like, are you... You're, you're just walking. Just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I have to actually put my weight on it, too. Alright. Yeah, so you do that and like following his instructions, I'm assuming that means you're staying to the right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you do that and you know, like basically like hugging the again, this bridge doesn't have like guardrails or anything, but you're like hugging the right hand edge and you make it all the way across, no problem. Great. I turn around and wave at him and say, It worked. <laughs> Cedric like jumps up and down. He's like, ah! <laughs> Hey shrugs and follows Nadia, but can Kay do a search check along the way to see if she can, like, pinpoint kind of exactly where it is yeah, as sure. she's crossing the bridge? Do that. 15? 15. You do 17. not... F- huh? 17. 17. Sorry, um, 17. You do not find a specific trigger anywhere. Okay. Sorry, guys. I can't see it, so I don't know. Must be hidden real good. I'm just walking right behind Kay. Okay. <laughs> you do that? Stepping, trying to step exactly where she steps. Mm-hmm. No, you do that, and everybody makes it across to the other side of the bridge just fine. So to remind you and the audience, you crossed over this big, you know, fairly fast-moving river that, like, the water still looks and smells pretty gross, and it's being fed by this waterfall, which, as you were crossing the bridge, the waterfall was upstream to your right, and you are now on this sort of big, open, platformy type space. Basically, it looks like at different times of year or whenever the water level gets higher, the river actually crests over the bank and like has sort of eroded out this big flat area. And then there are two natural sort of hallways. So again, eroded by water or something. One kind of to the left a ways at the towards the end of this big eroded platform space, and a broader one straight in front of you, which is the one that you have been down before. I don't know, Cedric, this is your territory. I do believe that I was not conscious for this last time. But yeah, this this is pretty much the spot where you guys collapsed. I think we went about I don't know, twenty feet down that hallway. Yeah, you would yeah. yeah, down the hall a little bit. That's where that's where you guys collapsed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can so, still see that faint glow, because since all of you can see in the dark, you didn't have a light source with you, so you can see the faint blue glow coming from this main hallway. So nice not having that stupid lantern, you know, ruining our night vision, right, guys? <laughs> Something like that. Kay, like, holds her nose with her, with her like, sleeve and hopes she doesn't breathe in anything. All right. Well, this time, if if either of you pass out, I'm just going to give you a like a good old smack. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't you know how to respond to just, that, but okay. All right. Cool. I just, I just wanted consent. Ready to move forward with this? <laughs> yes. Nope. Okay. Um. So, from what I remember, there's an opening 
on the left hand side of the hallway kind of up mm-hmm. and that goes into the room that Mafak was in mm-hmm. last time well, you, I should, re- you should lead you remember it we'll just follow you okay well I'm just trying to give you guys well, information in case it's useful I was I was also thinking we might be able to flush him out with a with a bat swarm or something do you have a bat Warm? Is that a thing one. you can do? I can make one now. Oh, uh, okay. Do you like summon <laughs> the bats or do you like make the bats? You have a bag of bats? <laughs> I magically summon them. Makes sense. This would be a really good, uh, a real, I, I'm, I've been listening to Dungeons and Daddies and this would be a really good time for their hat of vermin that they have. Yes. You could just create bats. <laughs> yeah. Or the um the little brown bag or the little gray bag where you like pull out a fluff ball and throw it on the ground and it turns into some kind of animal. Those are good magic items too. Mm-hmm. All right. So what is your marching order down this hallway? Does anybody, is anybody preparing anything? I'm preparing to die. Yeah, I'm I'm going first, um, but not preparing anything. I mean, just preparing to get. So, like that other entrance was sort of was sort of up, right? Hmm? Wasn't it sort of a window that was up? Yes. So there was like a like a ten foot kind of like wall space thing that. So I guess I can sort of peek in there and see. Okay. So does that mean you're going ahead of Cedric? No, don't do that. Nope. No, nope, Cedric nope. is going first. Cedric okay. is you insisting should... on going first. I'm going first, and I don't think you should fly in this hallway because this is my gut just telling me this. If you're flying and you fall asleep, it might end badly. <laughs> okay. Puka! That's valid. Cedric, you're not preparing your best one-liner for when you see him again? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Taking suggestions Puka. now. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so you are okay. heading down the hallway now mm-hmm. okay so slowly so- carefully trying to be relatively quiet looking for because last time i saw light coming from that opening looking for that again yeah okay so if you're going slowly and carefully and quietly question mark yeah okay so you ever do anything quietly you try sometimes uh stealth checks (laughs) from everybody (laughs) and while they're rolling fletcher are you doing anything interesting in the room where you're hanging out no i think i'm i'm pretty much chilling until i hear anything although i think like i like walked back was standing there for a little bit and then i remembered that bridge and i was like oh i guess i could have gone down there and like pointed out where i remembered stuff (laughs) and then i thought about another second i was like i'm gonna stay here Chilling like, for the villain. Like, I wonder if they all dumped into the river. Mm-hmm. I'm, do- yeah, well, I'm doing. I'm doing. Hear like... any more screaming? So. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm giving it like if there's nothing, I'm giving it the like 15 minute college lecture rule where it's like, oh well, if the if the professor doesn't show up in 15 minutes, we all can leave. So I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm giving this 15 minutes and then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If if my friends are back in 15 minutes, I'm going home. <laughs> right here, if I hear <laughs> nothing happening, like. I'll assume they're Either, all dead. I'll just assume they all died somehow and leave. <laughs> so this is a move silently check? Is that what we're doing? No, we've combined move silently and hide into just stealth. I got a 24. Okay. Do we have... I got a 13. Okay. Oh, okay. 20 right. what? 21? 
Mm-hmm. Cedric in your non-clanky armor. Nat 20. Nat 20. Okay. So the first person in line is pretty quiet. Okay, were you second or were you last? I don't remember what you guys said. Uh, did you probably right side? behind Cedric. Okay. Yeah, probably. So the first two are being pretty quiet. Nadia's bringing up the rear. All right, so you think you're being pretty stealthy. Can I also have will saves as you pass by this lichen as the walls of this tunnel narrow? And Cedric, I had given you a plus something to it last time. I think it had been like a plus two or something to the will save. And that would make it a 28. Oh, geez. Okay, you're very awake. <laughs> I got a four. I'm burning all of these dice. All of them. That's very 12. stealthy. 12. But also um, very sleepy. Leading the way. Yeah, Cedric, you're being I rolled like... a four, a five, and a five so far. Yeah. Cedric, you are being super duper stealthy and also like stealing your mind against the effect of the sleep moss. You are on a freaking mission and then very softly behind you, you hear one thump and then a slightly smaller thump. I I like slowly turn around and just sigh. This is what happens when you bring the gringos to your cave. You above growners. Um, all right, I guess I'm gonna walk over to to Kay and just kind of like smack her in the face. Okay. And then go over to Nadia and do the same thing. Okay. Like a little, like just a little. Pat, 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 pat. <laughs> all right, Cedric. So yes, slapping slapping them. You have to hit them pretty hard, like almost enough to take a point of damage, but that will wake them up. Yes. All right. So you two wake up on the floor. You like wake up to like Cedric's face in your face being like, like, in case you're a little disoriented when you wake up. Shh. And then he just shakes his head at you. Just like. Fair. It's fair. All right. We should take this stuff though, because we could sell it in New Sagechester as a sleep aid. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Am I right? What is that stuff called? Lunesta? Oh my god. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Alright, so are you continuing from this point? Mm -hmm. Do we see any light coming from that opening? Give me a perception check. All of us? Or just whoever's looking for the light? I I think Cedric's the only one who knew. Well, I guess Nadia also saw, like. I guess yeah. all of you were there. Yeah. I don't know if Kay was thinking when she was in that area to think about like how you were related to her. Uh, it's a twenty-three now. for me. Probably not. Twenty-three. Seventeen. Seventeen. Neither of you sees any light in any part of the corridor as you keep moving. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Um I this is as far as I went. I climbed up there. So I think I'm gonna do that again. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna Nadia, take look. a little peek. Mm-hmm. That yeah. way. All right, so you're gonna silent gestures. Yes, silent gestures. Go ahead. Is there a little drone? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you make it to where this little opening on the left is, and you mm-hmm. sort of hover up above the mm-hmm. wall that Cedric had climbed before and look into that space. Can you give me another perception check? Mm-hmm. Um. That's a uh, 25. Okay. 
So you look into that space and the first thing you'll see as you're sort of like, you know, looking in is the where that blue square is. There's still a 10 foot pit in this room because it isn't something that goes away after a certain amount of time or whatever. He made a 10 foot pit and there it be. (laughs) Beyond the 10 foot pit, you still see some like boxes and canvases and tubs and other things that had been in there before, but that's all you see. Okay. So I'll fly back down and sort of mime communicate back like I don't see him. Like no dwarf. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should learn the sign language for of Arda. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I guess we'll just like keep going down this hallway then. There was also another hallway. Off the main, where the bridge was? Yeah, I feel like we should explore this one first. I was asleep. I have no opinion, I guess. I'm gonna follow y'all. She has no memory of this place. (laughs) I I have no memory beyond this this spot Mm -hmm. right here. (laughs) Yeah, you may have remembered that that Fletcher... Yeah, I know there's like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. but I, I never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it looks like looks like there's kind of an opening up ahead if we mm-hmm. just continue down this hallway. Yeah, I guess. Like we're, we're having this conversation mm-hmm. in whispered tones, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, so, could you move your figures up to where you want oh. to be situated in the hallway, just so I can keep track? Thank you. That does not make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I want to keep going this way. Um, I think I'm actually going to take the rear and just keep an eye on behind us in case he's trying to sneak up behind. Cool. All right. So, Cedric, as you continue to move past where that little wall and window was, you get to a T intersection so you could continue left or right. And as you've moved up towards this T intersection, you've gone up a little bit of an incline. Okay. I look to the left and I know it kind of it looks... There's an opening up ahead that loops back into Mofok's room where we had that fight. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty so much you from can where see I am, that, right? like, it, yeah, it goes, like, there's, like, a straight line to the left, and then there's a, an offshoot on the left of that hallway that you imagine would loop back into that room where you were. And then to your right, you can see, you guys can see really far, so I'll open up more of this. Okay, so you can see to your right you would kind of like take a step and then there's another split, kind of a Y with one wide arm and one narrow arm. Okay. You think we should look for him and you think we should just destroy stuff? I think we should look for him before we start smashing stuff and making a lot of noise. (laughs) That makes sense, actually. No, you mentioned it like that. Nadia, you stay here, guard this intersection. I'm just going to go check that right hand that that curve up ahead. Okay. Try not to abandon us this time. I'll do my best. Try not to fall asleep. I'll do my best. Yeah, am I, like, within range of any of the moss right now? Um, like, am I feeling that effect? It you, you dealt with it, so you'll be safe from it for a while. If you guys hang okay. out in areas where okay. it is for long enough, you'll have to save again, but I'll let you know. Alright, so you are moving to the left down towards where you thought it might connect to his room. Yeah. Okay. So you do that and you come to that little sort of 
left-hand doorway, and you can now, in fact, see into the room that you were in before. With all the stuff in it. That's, uh, traumatic. Pretty sure I died, like, right there. Oh, also, so. the walls and the floor in this part of the tunnel are charred. <laughs> I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask. I forgot. Yeah, he lit it on fire. <laughs> yeah, that whole like little intersection, ten foot square, mm-hmm. would be uh, would be charred. Fletcher tracks. <laughs> Fletcher tracks. <laughs> do I do I see anything um, to the up of where I am to the right? Oh yeah, so there is a right hand doorway, kind of across or doorway hallway across from that and you can look up it and see that it again it looks like it might be kind of naturally eroded but then there's a bit that looks like it was intentionally cut out like another hallway to the right a little ways in okay more map Uh, more map more map all right i don't want to go down this hallway without by myself Mm -hmm. so i'm just going to kind of like gesture for both of the girls to come meet me and then continue like lead like leading the way down this hallway like looking for signs that mafak has been here recently or or traps now that yeah, we know I... he's 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 into the traps i want to know before we go down a new hallway can i check for traps? uh yeah go for it give me a search check uh cedric if you also wanted to be looking for stone work traps you can give me a search check as well i do is this something i can use my stone cutting for I believe that's part of what it says, right? That you are allowed to look for stonework traps. So this is a search check plus my stone cunning? Is that how it works? Uh, or a... Yes. Okay. What did you that say, K11? A... Yeah, okay. 11. 22. 22. Neither of you see any traps in this little hallway. Okay. So are you continuing on to that sort of like right hand bit? Yes, I am. Okay, so you look in there and you see that it's another little carved out room, maybe, you know, 10 by 20 feet-ish. Not anything in here, really. You can still, again, all along through here, faintly see little bits of sparkle or not color because you're all in dark vision right now, but different shades of, you know, stone. So you can see that, like, there are still little bits of veins of whatever he was mining in these rooms and in these hallways. But there's no, like, intentionally placed objects in here or anything. Okay. Excellent. Let's head back out. Keep exploring. This looks like just another dead-end mined-out area. All right. Where are you going now? This way. This way. To the right. Okay. Um, can we look right Yes, we can. <laughs> Before he just like runs down the hallway. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I guess me too. 18. 18. 18. 20. 20. Neither of you see any traps in this hallway either. Um, right. So as you move into that sort of Y to the right hand side of the T intersection, you can again see that there's sort of this like long, thin bit that then sort of has like an end and then like a a left and this wide bit goes up for a bit and then has a right. All right. I'm going to step up into this side, into this area. Up into the the wide right hand bit. Yep. Um, So you see that it looks like you could assume they connect around a little pillar of stone that he didn't excavate. And then it just sort of, you know, tapers off. 
maybe he was working on this section or something, but it doesn't continue. All right. I'm going to loop back around and mm -hmm. then like kind of poke, you know, so it's like I go down one hallway and mm -hmm. then I come out the other hallway and I'm like, yeah, there's it's another dead end. And then you want to go, we should go back out and check that other passage, Nadia, yeah. that you pointed to earlier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's head, head back out to the river and check that passageway. So while I'm, so I'm standing yeah. guard, <laughs> and so they've, they're far away enough now that I would have stopped hearing like anything. Oh yeah, especially because they're I've on the other side of the I've also left myself, waterfall. yeah, and I've, I've left myself with very little light also, mm -hmm. having closed the lantern way, way down and probably like pointed the open part towards a wall. So there's very little light. Is there anything I could do like, I don't know if it's just like once in a while rolling perception because I'd basically just be using hearing right now and trying to see if I hear anything out of the ordinary. So I don't know if that would just be passive perception this whole time or if I could like if that's, be rolling. If, if, yeah. Yeah. If that was a thing that you were sort of like, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen and wait for anything weird coming that, yeah, you can roll for that. That's fine. Okay. It's a 20. Okay. So yeah, you've been sitting in this very low light, just sort of hearing mostly the sound of your breathing and just waiting for other sounds of your friends, sounds of combat, sounds of footsteps even, and you don't hear anything. It's very uncomfortably quiet in this part of the mine where you're sitting. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to just be aware of like anything out of the ordinary, whether it's from in the mine or like hearing the door above mm -hmm. the ladder, like quietly lift or like anything. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys had tied something. What did you, you tied something at the top of the ladder or you tied the door closed or something? We strung a net. You strung a net the... across it. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So you're listening for any of that kind, kind of stuff. Good to know. But yeah, you don't hear anything up until this point. All right, so you all have made it back out onto the big, like, eroded platform ledge thing. What are you doing now? Headed down that, that other passageway down to the south. Okay, um, still stealthily? Yes. Okay, another stealth check. And are you going in the same order that you did before? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a 13. 15, 26. 13, 15, 26. Okay, cool. Um, you do also see the faint blue glow coming out of this hallway, but I will reveal, you can see some of it. Oops, there we go. So are you heading in? Yes, continuing down cool. this hallway. Can I have another will save from everybody against the miss, the lichen, whatever it is? 16. 16? Mm. Yeah. Nice. 15. Nice. Also 15. Okay, nobody falls asleep this time. You've conquered <laughs> the lichen. Good job, you guys. Yeah. Alright, and Cedric starts moving, and you see that this little naturally eroded bit just sort of ends eventually at, you know, probably some harder stone or different material kind of thing, or, you know, the water doesn't get much higher past this point, but... Okay. So at this point, I'm going to turn around and be like, I think this is it. At normal volume. I don't think he's here. All right. Well, let's go destroy his stuff then. <laughs> yeah. How do we want to? Yeah, I guess we can just head back up there. Do we want to just like, well, how? You want to break down the tunnel? 
Yeah. I mean, unless he's... Unless he just happens to be back down the hallways mm-hmm. of the first part of the cave where Fletcher mm-hmm. is by himself. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we should get back to Fletcher just to be... Maybe, safe. Nadia, you go warn Fletcher? Since yeah. Kay and I might not be able to get across the rock pile? Maybe you go quickly? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go real quick and just let him know. Yeah, so I'll do that, and I'll fly back down and very quietly... Fletcher, can oh, I have Fletcher, another like... perception check? 18. Okay, so after a little while longer of waiting, you eventually hear wing beats in mm-hmm. the tunnel coming towards you. Okay. They should be fairly familiar sounding wing beats, I think. <laughs> I, I mean... Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how what well, your wings sound like compared to a feathered wing, but sure. Yeah, I have no idea what <laughs> well, they sound like. Not accompanied with any prior sounds or current right. sounds of shouting and fighting. I assume it's not mm-hmm. him. Yeah. So I'll kind of pssst. Fletcher, uh, we haven't seen him. So, so either he's not here or he's at this end. Well, I haven't, I haven't heard anything down here either. So if he's, if he's down here, He's just sitting somewhere extremely quietly. Yeah. So when we looked in those other sort of rooms along this hallway, did we see continuing tunnel or did it stop? Oh, you mean all of the like little rooms and offshoots? Yeah, little on rooms this off first that long tunnel. Yeah. Um, no, none of them seem to continue. You found dead ends at all of them. There is the one that okay. has um Wallace in it, but other than that, they're all empty. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, I guess. Did you see? Did you see anything that seemed like he was here? No, his little camp place was dark. I don't think it looked like he he he. Maybe he hasn't been back. Maybe he ran off somewhere else. He may have. We know he was. These things were getting delivered, taken yeah. by somebody. He had some. He had somewhere. He, he may he may just not have come back yeah so now how do we how do we make this not work for him anymore I guess that's where we can spend time figuring out now okay. should we should I is everybody still they're still down, down there? on the other end of that rockfall yeah well I'll come out I mean well let's I, let's go back out to them then. Okay. Beat on either maybe, side of the rockfall. Yeah, so if you could like anchor a rope on one side and I could anchor on the other, it could help him get across maybe. Initially, I was going to come out to like, you can like step out and you're like in the room before you try to go down that rubble. Mm-hmm. And I was going to just kind of like stop there until we figure out like what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we can head back to the rockfall and sort of gesture for the others. All right, yeah, I think um, Cedric and Kay, I guess, are gonna be hanging out. Just on, it's like a ten foot section of rock, yeah. right? Yeah, it's not huge. We can like kind of yell across it, be like, "We don't, yeah, there's no sign of him down this way." I I didn't hear anything down here. That that no changes anything at all. I think there- he. He's either not here, or he has some kind of hiding space in here that we didn't find. I didn't see any sign of that. 
Let's go destroy his stuff. Kay really wants to destroy his stuff. Well, how do we... I I mean, that's part... Well, we have to figure out how he's creating this problem in the water. And I think part of it is those barrels of stuff he was using, but we know the water is currently bad in here as well. So I'm not sure if there's something we could do to stop the the production of this pollution immediately or not. So I guess that's really our our current dilemma. We know if he doesn't come back, it will stop eventually, but is there a way we can speed it up? Mm-hmm. I guess I'll go back and check on what he's got, see if I can tell anything from what kind of materials he's been using. Because it was some kind of acid, right? Mm-hmm. So... Okay, you want to come with me? You can smash some stuff while I look at some stuff. Yes, that sounds great. We can smash stuff. You guys want to double check that he's not on your side of the rock pile? Or maybe hook up a rope or something while we're doing that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we can we can double check, look around. I can I can peek into the rooms and check each one if you'll just back me up. I can do that. Okay. Hey, which team wants to go first? Us. Okay. S- stuff smashing. Stuff I can tell team is stuff really smashing. Excited. Okay. This is going to be like team Cedric four. looking at a thing, setting it down, and Kate just like smashes it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at a thing, set it down, smash. Yeah. Like, I'm just handing it to her. <laughs> when Kronk is like putting down the yes. head statues. That's exactly what I was thinking of. I'll put There's that box inside of another box, and I'll put that box inside of another box, yeah. and then I'll mail that box to myself. <laughs> And when and it arrives, I'll, I'll smash it with a hammer. That's exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> all right, team, smash mm. stuff. So you are you're going back to the little campsite room with all the stuff in it. With the big pit. With the big pit. I'm assuming you might be going in not the pit way, but the other way. Yes. Okay. You don't want to try and climb over a ten foot pit because cool. we'd probably both die. Okay, so you make it back into that room and now that you're in here you can get a better look at it i don't know how much either of you will remember about the details of the room from the last time you were in there i mean i don't think Kay will remember any details considering the fact that she was asleep and then distraught yeah totally but cedric you got a good look at it while you were having tea before you know (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so so the the big wooden tubs are still there and there are still some like tarps and a few small crates, but it looks a little emptier than before. You wonder if maybe some stuff has been taken. Also, the tubs appear to be empty. But if you guys would like more information about what's in the room, you can give me search checks. I would like more information about what's in the rooms. We got a um, 24. Does... Mm-hmm. Hmm? 8. <laughs> does what? I was just trying to, I was trying to think, I was like, would Cedric remember that, like, the best sign of if Mahawk is around or not is probably his little skull friend who he takes with him. So it's like, (laughs) if that were still in the room, you'd expect that he's been here and is coming back. But if you don't find that anywhere, but I don't know, I don't know if that's a detail Cedric would remember. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I heard all that going, like, I'm probably the only person who really has the best recollection of anything that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Because Cedric's is all fuzzy. Yeah. Cedric, with your eight, 
you find sort of roughly carved into the stone floor, sort of where the the little like fire ring where he'd been heating his tea kettle was roughly scrawled into the floor. A uh, symbol of Moradin, but it has been heavily defaced. K, the tubs that the group told you had contained acid are now empty, but there is some writing in a language that you saw in one of those books that you all got from the Rainforest Temple in the bottom of some of them, but you don't read it. And then you also find, if you start opening up crates, you find some stuff, some shinies. Yes, shinies. <laughs> yeah. Shiny check for traps. <laughs> don't forget right. to check for traps, Kay. I thought it was the search check. <laughs> You were searching for stuff, not for traps. <laughs> okay, so in the crates, Kay, you find some pieces of a milky bright green stone with subtle white venations. You find rocks with some plain looking exteriors that all have one cut end, and the cut end shows concentric rings of different shades of pink. You find some rough, squarish, or rectangular crystals of a kind of interesting purple-brown color. You find quite a lot of a rough rock matrix with some rectangular off-white crystals. You find some chunks of, looks like ore, that's kind of dull silvery in color. And then you find some of what uh, Cedric had identified for you all back at the very beginning of your first time in this mine, what he called Galena. So it's the ore that you can refine lead from. So it's kind of a squarish, like iridescent matrix. Cedric, I found some stuff with some writing and some pretty crazy rocks. And she just Don't like, touch those square like, ones. Fist full of rocks. And yeah. then she like, she like immediately drops into square <laughs> ones and holds up the other one. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Just like wash your hands. Don't don't put your hands in your mouth for a little bit wash after this. Yeah. I guess she like takes some water from her her water jug and is like, oh, like wipes it off on her shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's fine. Um, <laughs> all right, I want to look in these crates at this writing that Kay mentioned in the tubs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in one of the tubs, Cedric, you just find some very rude words written in Dwarven. You're not going to tell me what rude words they are? I was going to let you improv yourself, and instead you <laughs> immediately went for the, oh no, she's put me on the spot. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> and in the bottom of the other one that has writing in Dwarven, it says, I'll be seeing you. Okay. Are the rude words, is it just like... Is it just a series of rude words, or is it like? I mean, it looks like it's intended for you, yeah. Like, or well, your friends, since he knew you were dead. But yeah. Um. Yeah, man, it's great that he wrote you guys a message in Dwarvish, which (laughs) none of you can read. He doesn't know that. (laughs) Oh, what a moron! Um, (laughs) Is he? You see that much of a moron? He managed to take us all down, so I'm gonna win. There were extenuating circumstances. Yeah, did he manage to take you all down, or did somebody not wake you up? Yeah. Some lichen managed to take two of you down, yeah. so. I've gotten which, better against the lichen. Which Ryan wanted to. Ooh, God. Sorry, I have to. New desk configuration. 
Ryan wanted to talk about the sleep moss or lichen or whatever this is. It was called sleep moss in the entry where I found it, but you know, lichens are complicated. So what do you think it is that like affects you or makes you fall asleep since a lichen is a combination of a fungus and an algae working together? I can't remember if we talked about this last time or I'm sure we've talked about lichen before. We were otherwise occupied. Yeah, we've definitely talked about lichen before because we talked about fungal stuff with Gary, but we did not talk about the sleep moss before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, when you were starting to say it was a lichen, I was like, well, what's putting you to sleep? Like, is it something from the fungus or something from the algae? Because we know they both produce lots of things. Yeah. It's interesting. Are there are there lichen? So I always kind of assume that lichen, that the algae and lichen, and I'm sure there's exceptions to this, but it's the algae and lichen is photosynthetic, right? It's producing sugars from photosynthesis. So are there lichens that grow in places where there is no sunlight because then what is the point of the algae i guess like is it doing something in addition to i mean i'm sure it's doing stuff in addition in a that's my whole thought (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know of any but i i'm curious well so plants don't have to have sunlight in order to photosynthesize they just have to have light right true so you just need photons to excite the chemical pathway so underground where dwarves are working there could still be torches or you know campfires or whatever so the maybe the algae doesn't get light often but there is still the possibility for it to receive light other than what the the lichen is sort of bioluminescing itself so okay here's here's my thing it's bioluminescent and also soporific right so to me, that's it's bioluminescent because it's attracting things that are attracted to light, like animals. Then it puts them to sleep, and maybe they die. So I, my them. hypothesis is that it's carnivorous, that that it's feeding itself by being you know attractive. I mean, the the fungus part is responsible for getting like minerals and other nutrients that can't be synthesized by just sunlight, and like the root system. So, and could could it just be like an anti herbivory type protection that like put things to sleep before they get to you to eat you, and that way, yeah, the, yeah, the fungus, you know, they could be, yeah, like Nancy said, degrading the rocks and the minerals. To, to, and and there are some lichens that have associations with like non photosynthetic non photosynthetic bacteria as well. Mm-hmm. So if that's involved, they could be providing the algae like what the algae needs to survive you know, even if there wasn't a source of light and the algae could then still provide back, you know, the nitrogenous waste or, you know, whatever it provides to the relationship. So it could, in this world, it could be like a, a you know, a, a lichen that's evolved. Uh, this association is, has taken place to, to happen without any source of light. And don't forget that there might be more than just naturally selective pressures on this organism, since it's used by dwarves as a tool in mines, perhaps some of the functionality has been sort of emphasized by dwarves picking specific strains of it to, you know, propagate. Selecting for brighter and brighter mosses. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Have, so there are lots of bioluminescent and phosphorescent organisms in our world has anybody ever done any selective breeding for brighter like i've never heard of anybody so like there's a lot of research in like fluorescence and and things like that but 
Like I've never heard of anybody like breeding brighter bioluminescent diatoms or something like that. Like, I mean, it seems like something that might be. Sorry. Yeah, it seems like it would be done just purely for research purposes. Yeah. I can't think of a whole lot of practical yeah. with the, like, those light bulbs and fires and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, like it would still be interesting I mean, I... for looking at the like evolutionary pressure on those kinds mm-hmm. of traits and seeing how does that. You know, if you if you did that and then compared it to a like normal, you know, the like wild type uh, illuminance level, like do you have an advantage or a disadvantage because you're brighter and see like what kind of pressures actually select for the different the different like illuminance levels that each organism may have. So it could still be like an interesting system to apply to those kinds of like evolutionary questions, though. And don't forget, yeah, like. Hmm? Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, don't forget the tourism angle. You were saying that maybe there wasn't a mm. reason to select for, as you suggested, brighter diatoms. But like people love surfing on the oh, yeah. those parts of the ocean where the diatoms glow when they're disturbed, right? So like you could conceivably own like a resort where you put those things in a pool and you want really bright ones so that you know your guests can swim in the pool at night and glow because Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and bioluminescence, especially like the genes that cause it are definitely used in a lot of genetic research just as a sort of easy marker. So it's not necessarily specifically for the bioluminescence, but it's a nice, easy way to see that something else is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 The whole like luciferase uh, that goes used in so many things and such a common thing used in so many organisms. It would be interesting too breeding for like, you know, things that may be brighter and brighter a lot of times those systems are really energetically costly to mm-hmm. keep that up, whether you're doing it yourself or you have like symbionts that you're providing to who make the bioluminescence. And so like, that's a, that would be an interesting evolutionary, you know, selective pressure that like, Oh, you could get brighter and brighter, but then eventually past like a tipping point. It's like really detrimental to you and you don't have enough energy to get anything else done. So it'd be like really interesting constraints that way. That's like could constrain, you know, the like hosts may have to constrain the bioluminescent organism they have that makes the light to to because otherwise it affects their fitness depending on how much they have to provide to get the light that they need. Like it's, it's an interesting, like it, that'd be an interesting system. Yeah, I like that. Any other thoughts on the sleep moss? Moss. I mean, you specifically asked like what could be putting you to sleep. Yeah. I mean, none of us mentioned like. Do, I spores. mean, do lichens have produce like spores? Like how do some of them do some of them have like a kind of like mushroom like shape when they go into the reproductive stage in the video that i did on turf wars with cheryl (laughs) i actually found some with that with that was in that stage and had like come out with little mushroom cuppy things nancy is a lichen expert now i mean i wouldn't quite go that far but i have to learn a lot still no brian love it no (laughs) but it's interesting because like if those spores so there's like some fungi in those relationships, like there some of those relationships are tighter than others. So you could have the mushroom without algae or or with it, but there are some that are tight relationships that it produces those like mushrooms and can produce a spore, and then those those spores go out and those fungi have to meet up with, like match up with the right algae mm-hmm. that they need to associate with to create more. So it's like their sexual reproduction is is like way more risky than like just multiplying yourself and just like growing on a surface and like making like continuing a colony that's why like just like that chance 
it's just it's it's so i just that's why i think like just so crazy just like the chance encounter to like find the thing that you need to have the right relationship with the balance you need to survive is like like it's no wonder that like lichens that we like are still like lichens they're like kind of an organism but we know there are lots of different things together and so they're hard to classify like do you classify based on the function the combination of the two and all the different combinations that they can have and like they're What's just even they're crazier is there's like crazy. parasitic fungus on those relationships yep. yeah so like <laughs> not only do you like can you imagine being the parasitic fungus and all of that <laughs> like what the hell a third one i'm like like it's amazing it's to eight percent of the earth's surface mm-hmm. so like obviously it's working for them despite seeming like it shouldn't so, but like working together, they can get into so many habitats that neither one of them could do on their own. So it's like it makes sense they can go like so many different places. There's like even in like the most polluted cities and stuff, there's like a species of lichen around North America that like even in those worst of most polluted cities, that lichen is around. Like they can actually handle that. There, I, I remember totally tangential, but I, there was a lichen exhibit at the field museum Mm -hmm. one time when i was back when i was back home in chicago and it was like the the guy there who studies lichens also like keeps lichens and so it was set up with his tanks of like the lichens he had collected and it was like so cool seeing all the things about them and just like just how neat and like really understudied they are as a model for like so many different things it's like they're basically like doing the sorts of thing that was kind of originally happen- happening for our, like, eukaryotic cells to mm-hmm. form. Like, multiple cells associating with each other and becoming one. It's like, lichens are kind of doing that. So it could be, like, in a, a long evolutionary time, lichens could be, like, the next, like, higher organism uh, that evolves <laughs> on the planet. Mm-hmm. In the paramo here, on, like, the like the really high paramo, like, 13,000, 14,000 feet, on the cliff sides on the mountains there's this really beautiful orange lichen and there's so much of it like the sides of the mountains just look orange from the highway it's like really beautiful (laughs) with the american southwest there's like a fluorescent green one that's everywhere that's so cool looking like it looks like safety spray paint so (laughs) bizarrely green Ryan said something that made me think since your question was about like what part of this lichen makes you fall asleep. So you said that their sexual reproduction can be really risky. So what if the risk, especially trying to like sexually reproduce in mines or like in the deep underground was so risky that the spores were sort of reassigned job wise in the organism. And so instead of being for reproduction, they now have this other job, which is to incapacitate. I liked what you said earlier about like incapacitate herbivores so they don't bug or destroy the lichen. So instead maybe it just spreads out in mats and reproduces in some other less risky way. Well, especially if it's, if it's evolved to quote unquote, to, to be propagated artificially then it could have like sacrificed its ability to maybe like a French bulldog. It's like no longer has the ability to naturally reproduce. And so it's not constrained by <laughs> natural reproductive <laughs> limitations oh. but, and can become even more just, specialized. Now I'm sad. <laughs> I figured it would just like reproduce asexually, you know? Mm. Like, yeah, it would itself. just, yeah. So it would just grow from then on. Like it's like, yeah. And like Cheryl said, yeah, re- reassign the the function that it's like, I don't, we don't need that anymore. It, can, it would have developed 
perhaps led to a different selected for a different function of of creating the spores yeah and i mean we've all been talking about it but i think there are maybe if people don't know that one thing that many that plants have done many many times over is create specialized chemicals and ways to deter herbivores whether that's things that taste bad or specialized chemicals like nicotine mm-hmm. or caffeine mm-hmm. which are both created to discourage things from eating them or capsaicin uh, yeah or capsaicin or, yeah <laughs> or literally all the cannabinoids and terpenes yep. that i work yeah. with in cannabis <laughs> yeah. they're all plant protective compounds <laughs> There is also like more boring mechanisms by just turning your leaves into thorns or hairs. (laughs) Or in the case of the stinging nettle, you just decided both. Both was good. Yeah. Yeah. Why not both, right? (laughs) Why not both? Classic meme. (laughs) (laughs) That time. Yeah. Yeah. So sleep moss. We've come up with some potential scientific explanations for how it works, how it do. Or maybe now we're all infected with sleep moss spores and when we die someday our bodies will no that's a different D fungal monster anyway um <laughs> that's next session <laughs> i like the yellow fungus creeper yellow fungus creeper something like that anyway um, if you touch it and then wipe someone's face with it <laughs> while they fall asleep <laughs> i mean you could try it um... and we weaponize the cave moss i think yeah we're gonna market it we're going to farm. I've been teaching all of Kay's friends how to farm mushrooms anyways. Oh my God. How hard can, I could teach them how to farm this cave moss. We could said... sell it. We could sell it as a as a sleep aid in New Seychester. All of these people experiencing city life for the first time is it's so noisy. We all know how bad people sleep in cities. Well, why don't you put some in a jar then? I don't have any jars. Hey Fletcher. I, I guess we're back in character. Um <laughs> <laughs> You're very far away. Yeah. Like, you can't call for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, if you, you had drank any one of those hundred health potions that were on you, you would have one empty flask. Oh, <laughs> that is true. But yeah, Kate, you have these handfuls of rocks that you found. What are these? You do, do I know rocks? what they are? Give me a know what they are for rocks check. Appraise? Is do that I, what you use? I think I think appraise, and I can add my stone cutting to that. Yes. Oof. <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> Three plus two. You're feeling the, like, distraction and trauma of being in this room, and you, for some reason, uncharacteristically don't want to focus on rocks right now. However... Yeah, like, like smashing up yeah. this, like, anti-Moradin graffiti. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, there's some rocks, okay? Deal with it. <laughs> I guess I just put them in my backpack. Okay. I've been a collector of rocks. I have that weird, like, fossil one, too. Oh, yeah, you do. So, I guess we won't talk about what they are right now, since he didn't figure it out. But, I would just like <laughs> to say... Describing exactly what they look like. Yes, well, that's the thing. So you know, because I'm always asked what kind of rocks are places, and because this is supposed to be educational, ostensibly. (laughs) So when I designed the mine and the pollution storyline, I wanted it all to like make real world sense. And so everything that you found that Mafak was extracting from this mine makes sense to go together in the real world. So the Galena and the silver, and all of these other minerals that have yet to be identified that Kay has all of the, like, you know, gems or crystals, all of them are things that you could conceivably find in the same place. And the galena is most important because it's a lead sulfide mineral, and so it's 
can just react with water to create some of the lead compounds that you found that were messing up the river. But then also, since Mafak was using acid to extract the either the lead or the silver from the ores, that was also creating problems in the river. So all of this makes actual real-world geological sense together, which I was very invested in. So all the rocks well, make I'm sense. Well, I'm sorry that Cedric <laughs> is... It's okay. You'll just have to go back to the cute dwarven jeweler in town, and she can tell you what they are. Perfect. Uh, we can find a competent dwarf. Ooh. Not all dwarfs are competent in all things underground, okay? There's areas of expertise, all right? I just don't happen to be one of those shiny rock dwarves, all right? What were you then? What was your job? I'm a priest of Moradin. That's it? <laughs> Do they pay right. you for that? Uh, I, yes, normally. And are you asking for my CV? Is that what you're asking for? <laughs> Uh, sorry, I didn't you would think before you, so you allowed. I'm so mad about it. I'm sorry. Okay, second sorry, subject. Wait. How many different jobs have you had? I mean, I work at the stealing stuff. Store. Is thief a job? Do they pay you for that? Uh, yeah, technically, because I steal the stuff and then I sell it and make money off of it. So yes, technically. I mean, nor- normally I'm paid through tithes to the church. So. So you steal from the church then? No, I'm paid by the church. So then you steal from the community. No, the community <laughs> oh, donates dear. money to me. That's how tithes work. It's a voluntary thing. They get a tax break. Uh-huh. So you, like, convince some people to give up their hard-earned money to talk to some invisible guy in the sky who probably doesn't. He exists. And then you take that money and you don't give it to the god either. No, I use it to live. What would Moradin do with a bunch of money? I anyway. He doesn't need money. Yeah, exactly. So why what do you want us to do? Make a big people? like gold temple with it or something like that? No, that would be a big waste. I I just I mean, so people basically pay you to talk about an invisible man in the sky. Sure. I mean, he's not always invisible, but I mean, historically, but yeah, more or less. I don't see how that's different than what I did, but that's okay. I also worked for the general store for my parents, you know, after I got adopted off the street. Uh, And so I do a lot of things for them and, you know, like actually make money because I transport things and help. Oh, you're producing money. You're, you're, you're actually producing money or are you just profiting off of the labor of other people? I mean, by being a middleman. I mean, my parents aren't the middleman. Sometimes they make stuff. And they get stuff that's far away. And then I bring it to the people in the town. And then my parents feed me. Sounds like a good system that works. Hooray, capitalism. <laughs> Enthralling as this economic conversation is. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the other end, yeah, um, and are yes, being extremely that, quiet. That. First of all, speaking of economics, thank you for the gift sub, and also thank you for the anonymous cheer. A hype train is close. If anybody else wanted to cheer, we could have a hype train, which would be cool. But yes, Fletcher, Nadia, let's move on to what you're doing. Sorry, team. It's fine. I just... I, I, I like, you know, with like most Twitch streamers where there's like there's like a specific thing they do when somebody does like a gift sub and mm-hmm. it, ours is an argument about economics and religion, I guess. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I just, and the economics Pay your tithes to us instead of the Church of Morden. 
And you're doing this while you're just just smashing things. Yes. You're having a conversation yeah. about what religion and capitalism. Yeah. To so talk like, about destroying capitalism <laughs> than literally so, destroying it. So like Fletcher and Nadia are like extremely quietly like creeping down this yes. hallway while the sounds of first like things breaking and yes. then voices we're yeah. getting louder just creep up behind us. Well, you're on the other side of the waterfall, so like it's not like you can hear them like oh, a yeah, lot I guess but it's a little you're yeah, aware. I think there's a the point at which I realize I can hear them and yes. it's like yeah okay <laughs> yeah when you like start hearing a little bit over the waterfall and you're like is that <laughs> is that actually is that actually them like you're like you're like trying to figure out you're like are they being louder than the waterfall right now like <laughs> we is this really, really happening discussion <laughs> either that or I'm trying to was tell disguised like, as a crate or something but what is yeah. this like is this like distress yelling or like <laughs> no that's bickering yelling right bickering. yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. with the two of them alone 90 percent of the time bickering <laughs> true true that is yeah well I'll, nadia i'll fall i'll follow you with into whatever room yeah so basically i'm just gonna sort of peek into each of these rooms i think okay i think you guys had kind of cleared them before but yeah you can go back through and check each one yeah well just making sure like we cleared them you know basically a week ago but... oh no i meant i thought you had re-cleared them the oh i guess yeah they did through. they did look through them yeah. when we came in didn't they okay yeah just one don't more forget the this. magical door with the black rocky things around it which one was that hmm? there is a um, magical right here oops sorry hold on right here there is a door. It's the only door mm -hmm. in this place other than the wooden, you know, trap door that leads into the mine at the stairway. But this right here is a big metal door with some black stones in it. Mm, okay. It, and we, that we never opened. You opened it and there was nothing beyond it. Oh, okay. Yeah, when we came in the second time, I think it was just like, I stopped at the beginning and you guys like mm -hmm. might have glanced in the rooms as you mm -hmm. went by, but I don't think really looked. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give yeah me I'll some... sort of stop at each doorway and do a perception check. Sure. Give me several. Are we doing one per room? Oh, uh, sure. Just roll me a All whole right. bunch. Let's just say working our way back down that hallway. Mm-hmm. That's 15. Okay. It's... The empty room that you'd seen before. All right. Now I'll do the one across the hall from that. That's... Boy, I cannot math today. That's 24. The empty room you'd seen before. All right. This is the one that goes toward our mystery pool. That one is 26. Nothing but Wallace. All right. He's still hanging out on the floor in there. <laughs> Excellent. I'm leaving him right where he is. Uh -huh. That one's only an 11. The room that you saw before? Great. And then there's this... the one that Fletcher had been standing in. So I hope Bafak's yeah. not in that one. <laughs> we were pretty sure he wasn't in that one. He yeah. was standing behind you the whole time, Fletcher. Yeah, right. <laughs> I kind of assumed, like, if he had the lantern pointing towards the wall, he did, you know, take a quick look around the room. You would think, yeah. So, yeah. I guess... You just wait. He's tight. Yeah, he's he's not here. So I guess we need to, I guess, go back by the waterfall and see what we can do about 
what's going yeah. on. See, uh, maybe wait for when those two come back from further in. See if if they found anything that would tell us about what more we can do with the water, and just we make sure down, we can go down in the end of hall and at least like look in where the waterfall is and. Yeah. While you are both here at this room where Fletcher had been camped out while you all were doing your initial reinvestigation, um, could both of you, sorry, Nadia, give me intelligence checks to remember something? Yeah. I prefaced it with sorry, Nadia. Yep. There are it's a 12. There are two re-rolls available. Oh, thank you for the cheer. Yay. A 12 and... I only got an 11 because I rolled real low, so I, I'd like to use a re-roll. Go for it. Okay, that time was a 16. Okay, so as you're both, like, sitting here, or standing here talking about, like, you know, well, it hasn't been anywhere, or whatever, you remember that this is the point in the hallway where you kind of had, like, stripped Mafok of his belongings and trussed him up and all of that, and the weapon and the armor are nowhere that you've seen. Yeah... He came back and he cleared out. So he, he's either, my guess is he ran probably only temporarily. He seems like somebody mm-hmm. who would come back eventually to keep doing what he was doing to make money. I would love so to should, make this place no longer usable for him. Yeah, we should probably try to shut down whatever we can over by the water. And then maybe when we get up top, see if there's a way to completely destroy that mine shaft he has built down here yeah let's so we'll walk... wander back down to the waterfall yeah yeah we'll walk back out so like i'll stop at the top of the collapsing rubble mm-hmm. i know nadia can probably fly out yeah Kay and cedric were you smashing everything in that room or what was the story on what was going to be left in there i know cedric was destroying the graffiti on the floor sorry it started thunderstorming and downpouring so i had to oh. close the door yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> There were tank. There were troughs. Yeah. Destroying those. Okay. Destroying the graffiti. Okay. That's that's pretty much it, right? That that was. Yeah. Other than that, it was like some crates and some tarps, but nothing else like especially. And useful. the barrels. The barrels are still there, though, right? Hmm? There's just nothing in them. Oh, the, or were those the, the tubs with or were the... those the tubs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, anything okay. that. We're opening anything that could contain something and then smashing it if, yeah. Yep. We're not going to smash anything that might contain something valuable, yep. but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you make lots of kindling, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you going back out to meet your companions in the waterfall room, or should Nadia come get you? No, I think I think once we're done, we'll kind of... Hey, Kay, you want to just throw everything in the hole? Just kind of for funsies? Can we light it on fire? Sure. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Okay. Let me see if I have any good ways to light things on fire. I wish I knew grease. I have... I think I have oil. Well, I've got a flint and steel. Did I give all of it to Fletcher? I gave him my lantern, at least. I, I feel like... I don't know. He has your lantern, and I know that you guys used oil to paint the troughs in the one temple, so I don't know if oh, you yeah. actually have any oil. I might not left. have any more left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really use... burn super great when it's down in a hole anyways. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been using candles. Oh, okay. So I don't think we really had oil. You're making a bonfire? No, I just think throw it in the hole. 
Sorry. Fire's underground are dangerous. <laughs> little with goat comes out. Oh, I have I have a flint and steel. Yeah. Do that then. All right. Yeah, and then we'll head back out. Cool. Okay, you trash your stuff and you head back out. So now I guess you guys are on, and you can also scoot back across the bridge without any issue. So now you guys are on either side of the rubble area. Fletcher on the uphill side. Kay and Cedric on the downhill side. Nadia. I thought you guys were to uh, hook up a rope. Wherever she wants to be. No, we we were going to look from a fog. Oh. Well, did you find him? No. And it looks like the stuff that we left behind that was his, he he took it. So He definitely came back and cleared out. What did he find? Yeah, he he wrote us a note, or I guess technically he wrote you guys a note, but he wrote it in Dwarvish. What, what did it say? I forgot already. It said like butts, 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 butts. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I thought you said something else about him possibly coming back. Something, something more important than butts. Oh yeah, yeah, he said that too. Like I'll be seeing you, kind of thing. It's it translates loosely. Like I'll see you again. I'll be seeing you kind of... I really th- do not like him. Yeah. Well, let's at least try to make this place completely unusable. I like the way you think. And also stop making the water bad if we can. Because, like, do it's still bad like the water here, right? on fire? <laughs> Cheryl, do I have any sense, having wandered around and looked through this whole, like, the second half of the mine pretty recently, are there any, like, promising veins of like Galena or gemstones that I noticed that like would be worth coming back for, or does this look like it's pretty tapped and he probably won't come back? Some of those dead ends that you saw, it looked like he had just sort of not finished exploring them. So this is as far as you could tell a place that like he could conceivably be coming back to. Still, he certainly left a lot of stuff down here. There's still potential in this mine. Yeah. So I, I would come back if I was, Mafok, I suppose. Yes. And, you know, didn't mind poisoning the river and, and all of those things that, you know, if I was a, a bad guy who was going to mind in a uncouth well, way. And you, and Kay found all of those crystals and semi-precious stones and mm-hmm. silver ore and stuff. So, like, he didn't get all of it, even that he had already mined. He he wasn't able mm-hmm. to take all of it with him, it seems. Do Okay. As far as the river poisoning goes, do we have any sense of is was he actively dumping stuff into the river? Why is the river still poisoned? Do we know? Is it like if I fly down there, is the water still bad? Yeah. Okay. And can I tell where it's coming from? Yeah. Do the walls like so? It's like set down where the, it's like the waterfall. It's going down, and the river is set down below. Yeah. This discolored water that you know solution that we see mixed with the water that ends up in the river is that like on the walls like we can tell it's like seeping out constantly or or does it or 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 is it like does it seem like it's just starting in the water as if there's like refuse dumped in the water that's reacting with that we'd have to get out of the river and dump back on land to get it to stop yeah so as you're trying to figure this out you guys can anybody who's trying to puzzle this out can give me perception or just like straight intelligence to be thinking or knowledge nature and basically like what you roll will give you different kinds of information because you also asked several questions in there so yeah and i I do just want to clarify 
my understanding is the the waterfall coming down appears to be pretty clean water, right? And More then as less. soon as yeah. and then as soon as it like hits the lower level, that's when it starts being stinky and nasty looking. Um, I was just a twelve for perception for me. Okay. Nineteen. Uh, for what? Perception. Okay. Perception. I got a twenty-two. Okay. Fletcher, what were you rolling? I got an eighteen for a nature check. Okay. So between all of those sorts of things, y'all looking at the walls, like there are definitely not places where, like. You don't see, like, seepage in that sense, and you don't necessarily see any sort of, like, veins of ore or anything in the walls, like, right in contact with the water. But you do notice every once in a while, like, even though this is the river, like, there is still just sort of, like, water and moisture in the mine. And so you can see little trickles of things, gesundheit. And Fletcher, thinking about your alchemical education and what Cedric said about this Galena, yeah, you think that, like probably quite a bit of this problem including like the acids that were in the water were probably mostly mafok dumping but some of this the lead compounds might be a result of just sort of like ambient reactions of moisture with the veins of galena so you might have to sort of block off those areas where those veins had been exposed as opposed to just like you know blocking this from further mining so like so can we tell the Galena that's like being affected, is it within these walls going down to the river or we're seeing it as like the humidity in the cave from much further up is kind of causing a seepage? More that, like, yeah. Like, there, they, isn't, there isn't any Galena like right along the walls of this river. Okay, it looks like it's, okay. yeah. The, the, the three of them see, like, were able to see like trickles coming from, you know, like. Kind of like up above and then coming down yeah. and flowing over that wide surface yeah. and down. Okay, well, I was like, I was trying to see, like, was he digging on these walls going down to the river? Okay, so it's just, we'd have to, okay, okay. So So I guess we we pool all that together. mm -hmm. Yeah, so if we can, like, really, really close off both of these tunnels leading into this room. All three, I guess. How are we supposed to fill complete tunnels, exactly? That's a great question, Kay. How about you all think about that while we're on our break? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you to everyone who's been watching and hanging out. We appreciate you. Thank you for the cheers. Thank you for the gift subs. Thank you for redeeming your channel points to cause chaos. <laughs> so we're going to go on a quick break. Don't forget, you can hang out and get another peek at the promotional posters for our 50th live stream extravaganza marathon thing where people will be playing one shots all day. There's just going to be three one shots and then our episode. So that's 12 hours of TRPGs in a day. It's going to be great. Yeah, so hang around for all that stuff, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Bye, everybody. Hi, everyone. I am Gamer Mom Luna. Welcome to another episode of Tales from the Tavern. I have an amazing group of guests with me today, and I... What? Huh. Well, Chad has just informed me that this is actually a pre-recorded podcast ad and not our usual live stream. Since you're here, let me tell you what I'm talking about. Tales from the Tavern is a weekly roundtable discussion that is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Actually, it's a live audience at twitch.tv forward slash shared underscore experience. Each Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, I host a new group of guests where we talk about our experiences with tabletop RPGs and sometimes drift into other nerdy topics like dice, cosplay, video games, and conventions, back when those existed. Chat asks all the questions, so it's a new conversation each week. 
We can also be found in Ears Edition. We edit our streams for podcasts, so if you can't catch us live, you can still enjoy the conversation. You can find us on most podcatchers at Tales from the Tavern Ears Edition. We hope to see you at the tavern soon. Hi, everyone. We're back from our break. Hope you got a snack or something. We all got snacks. Peter's looking very frustrated because they didn't come up with a solution <laughs> to the problem yet, but that's okay because we're going to figure it out. They've got a whole hour and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or so. Maybe it's like an hour and 15, but yeah. <laughs> Plan. Can we hit it real hard with your Warhammer? You know, that works for most problems, but <laughs> for some reason, don't feel like it'll fix this one. How do we stop? I remember you. I remember you saying the construction did not look good when we came in. Does it actually not look good, or were you just saying things? <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't, I, Peter doesn't remember whether the quality was low or whether that was just shit talking. So you did like a check because you were trying to figure out if it was quote-unquote dwarven craftsmanship or not and my basic answer based on your role was like eh, i mean it's not like awful but it's also not like awesome mm. it's inferior craftsmanship but i don't think we could like take advantage of it to collapse the tunnel super easily but i suppose we could look for weaker spots in the tunnels and maybe collapse those i could look for those but i don't have any equipment to cause like a cave in or anything like that. We can make a pipe bomb. I don't have any pipes. How? No, you can like <laughs> shove us shove the stuff in a lot of different kind of like round, small things and if the stuff is gunpowder, you don't have that because that's not a thing in this world because guns break D D real bad. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be some sort of explosive powder used for like fireworks or something. Yeah. But I don't think you're carrying any of that. Nope. How big I don't a magical have any. boom can How big a magical boom can Fletcher make today? <laughs> no boom. <laughs> I don't have like any explosion spells, but so you said most of the things we saw around here that are sort of like what looks like is being contributed through the from the wall and going down to the river looks like it's a lot of the it's like lead, lead, like lead and silver is what he's identified previously. Yeah, and um, you know from Pops' analysis of the water sample that there were lead compounds and oil material yeah. in the... Yeah. So the only thing I can think of is these things are reacting from the wall and seems like it's coming out in the water from probably like the like slag that he's dumped down in the river because it was these compounds that react much more easily and release out into the environment. But in general, these things react a lot less in their sort of like pure metallic form that you, when you extract them out from being in a compound and my lightning bolts can melt both lead and silver. So could extract these things run through the veins and essentially melt it into their metallic form that will know that will then not react any longer and if i could get that into the water as well and conduct through the water it could potentially at least slow down what's happening to what's in the water by at least giving it like a surface level transformation into a more metallic form that would 
slow its release and whatever does get released could potentially bioremediate as it moves through the soil towards the river and be extracted along the way and not be coming out into the river. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. I mean, we're still back to blowing it up. So, like, I was close. That's such an awesome answer, though. It's, like, founded in science. It's got the spell that mm-hmm. you've got. That's super cool. I love it. So that would Do be it, just Fletcher. for, like, this... Huh? That would be just for the stuff in this cave, right? Like, it wouldn't take care of the rest of the mine. No, that would that would stop what we can see as what looks like the source is going into the the water actively so that if we can't find a way to if we can't find anything to do to the rest of the cave it would at least stop that until he came back to be to resume working and we'd have to think about other things we'd want to do for the rest of it i'm assuming i don't think we ever did like a perception check or anything but i this whole time when like the shaft coming down through the sand i was assuming that was constructed out of mines are usually like large wooden beams and things constructed around that, well, I can burn. I can burn shit. So yeah. that does not really matter. Yeah, that's a we it's a fifty still... foot square shaft made out of wood with a wooden ladder because yeah, it's going down through sand. So he had to construct something to keep that from caving in. But once yeah. it was deep enough, then it was just rock. Yeah, it's now then out here. It's just rock. Yeah. So I'll be able, so it, we'd be able to stop these sources, and I can, I can light the mine shaft on fire and collapse the entrance down in here, which would then probably have a lot of sand and things flowing back down into the beginning of his tunnel and fill in a lot of this initial portion so he would have at least a hell of a time getting back down here anything else that we would try to do i would think we'd want to focus on hindering him as much as possible like if we were able to take out the bridge so he no Mm -hmm. longer has an easy way to get back and forth across the river could be our other focal point i like it See, this is why we have Fletcher. He's the smart one. The the offshoot rooms on the other side, like on the first side, did they look like they were pretty well tapped? Um, Because I think I remember they were just like little short. Yeah, they all, so again, all of this, like everywhere that you've looked, it looks like he went for like the big obvious veins first. So in one of the first rooms when you guys were coming down originally is where Nadia and Fletcher saw the little bit of like sparkle on the wall and you asked Cedric to identify it for you. So like there are still like little bits of stuff in some of those rooms, but none of it is like a really big vein kind of thing. The big stuff is on the other side. So collapsing the bridge might be a big, might get us most of the way there. Barky dog. Mm-hmm. Just talking. <laughs> He's just talking. <laughs> Sorry, the microphone is not on mute. <laughs> saying hello. They do not like the the thunder. <laughs> oh yeah. So do we? Would you like me to to start there? I I can try this. I I can do this twice. So I was thinking the wall, and see and hope that by the small presence of the minerals throughout there that it could at least it could conduct at least somewhat through the wall and hopefully spread in sort of the network that's that's there in the wall and stop as much as possible and then aim kind of where we see around where we see the the pollution begin down below because i would think that's where the slag is sort of pluming out from and moving downstream i can try that first before we think of more 
the our, our, our other options unless somebody else has something else you want to try nope that sounds that makes sense to me yeah that's better good. than any ideas i have okay then i guess i'm going to try i don't have to go anywhere to cast this i'm going to try i guess first a lightning bolt at the wall where the where the seepage and, and the seams have sort of happened mm-hmm. i think first i think i'd like to ask nadia to go over and sort of point out where there seems to be the largest like sources of these things. So I have like a target to go for that seems like it's going in and could potentially connect two other uh, ore veins that might be in there to, to kind of let the electricity, you know, kind of arc through as much as possible. Okay. Yeah. So I can go down and take a really close look. Okay. And Kay and Cedric, you're just kind of hanging out near Fletcher, just waiting. Okay. Yeah. Nadia, give me a perception check. I mean, Cedric can go too if he wants. He has to cross the bridge again, though. Climb down the wall above the acid water. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not down below. It's the one up, like oh, just up across above. the way. Okay. Yeah, not the wall above the river. Um, As a ten. Okay. Yeah, you're able to point out some of the more obvious spots and sort of be like, "Hey, this, these are the biggest ones," kind of thing. Okay. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna cast one of my lightning bolts towards that area uh, and to see. How much, how much, see how much will melt and, and sort of slow down the, the uh, seeping from the walls. Um, oh, that's a, it's a ranged attack, I guess. It is a, yeah, it is a 120 foot straight line. Awesome. Yeah. Ranged um, attack. Roll me the attack. The AC is pretty low because you're just trying to hit an area. So. Okay. Let's see. The wall's dexterity is pretty low. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Well, it's a, all of his strange spells are touch attacks, so it's not even using... The, or no, it does use the dexterity. Anyway. Well, it's... um, It doesn't say it's a ranged touch attack. Is this lightning bolt? Yeah, lightning bolt. Oh, is this like a... It has to do a reflex save or whatever? This one um, has advantage on reflex Yeah, it can, yeah it, can, it can make a reflex save to take half damage is the... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to do an attack roll just because you're trying to like okay. aim it at a specific part of the wall rather than like, you know, battlefield people who are right in front of you kind of thing. But I don't think I've ever done anything that wasn't a ranged touch. What do I add for just the attack? No, it's it would still be a ranged touch. I'm still treating it like that. Yeah, it's just okay, to make sure okay, that you're okay. aiming it at the spot that Nadia's pointing at. Yeah. Okay, so it's okay, so it's dex and my base attack. Okay. Yep. 22. Okay, yeah, not a problem at all. I'll let you describe what it looks like as the lightning goes into the ore in a moment, but first we're redeeming the wild magic surge because you cast a spell. <laughs> um, and I already rolled for it because some of the things on this list aren't applicable if you're not like in combat or whatever. Um, so Fletcher, the spell goes off and Kay and Cedric, you can't see each other all of a sudden and Fletcher, you don't see either of them either. Now you can describe what your spell looks like when you um when when it hits the metal. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I I put out my hand and then basically put down all fingers except one, and out of my pointer finger, the lightning bolt streaks out across the cavern, which was dark, but then is suddenly illuminated like a flash bomb, which I guess is when they then like I both can't see them anymore. Mm-hmm. When and that's when I notice that in that like flash of light, but it you know, crackles across the cave and, and hits into that vein and you see that like like, you know, it looks like 
metal melting when it gets that red hot glow and it hits there and you see that suddenly then spread with that crackle like through the wall through those veins and it, it, it very quickly cools because of you know the cool temperature and the water and everything in the room but it has now but it's cooled down into that sort of metallic form and the other comp other part of those compounds have burned off and it is now sort of the metallic form of those metals in those veins love that so now there's this like shiny spider web yeah yep. cool yeah but also two of your friends are not visible but not, right now. But not, but I, I still not see, see Nadia. Uh, no, Nadia's Nadia is still the there because she's okay. by where you where you aimed your spell at. Yeah. Okay. Wait, can I also not see them? Yeah. They just so I think I'm like Cedric. Okay. Uh, uh, Pleasure. Okay. Cedric. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> can we we can we hear them? Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Oh. Well, you're then, at least you're not in like a different plane or something, but you became invisible. I don't know why. Yeah, I think the um, the lightning did something weird to my eyes because I can't see you guys. I'm seeing these like kind of big blobs, and also for some reason I can't well, see where yeah, you guys it really, are. It was really bright. Oh no, no, but... like Cedric and Kay, you can still see everything else. You just can't see each other. Each other, and they can't see either of you. But after about sixty seconds, you become visible again. Like I feel like back. I'm like, okay, yeah, you were. That? Yeah, they're exactly where they were before, but they. Were I don't just, know. I hate this happened. place, and I want to leave. <laughs> yeah, that has never happened before, and all the times I've seen this spell practiced at the college, I don't know why you became invisible. I blame that's, the place. That's, that's what all the wizards say. <laughs> at least <laughs> never this time didn't, it didn't happen in Nadia, because the last ones all happened in Nadia. <laughs> uh, I hate okay. this place. Can we please leave? It could be that there's like a magical ore or something like that that you hit and it maybe released some kind of magical arcane power. Maybe. Or it could have, if there's some kind of mineral in here we haven't seen or identified or could be completely new seeing as where we are in, in Arda, it could have refracted some of the arcane energy from the spell and created it into a, a different effect. I... I I have no idea. <laughs> I hope it doesn't happen again if I'm going to try to do one into the water now, though. Cheryl, do I know of any, like, magical ores? Like, I know that there's, like, mithril and adamantine in in the world, but are there, like, ores that make, that have magical effects like this? Like, would this be something I was familiar with at all? I roll a mm, geology check? is <laughs> part of nature, nature right? Nature, sure. Nature yeah. check! Everybody drink! Hey. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl, I want to ask, is the wild magic, like, is it something that's just been happening? So, like, when Cedric oh. has healed people before in a different continent, when I've cast magic, have random things happened before? Sometimes. Or is this a new thing we're unfamiliar with because we're oh. in Arda? Like, no, I mean, for, you know, cards on the table is just for funsies. But, like, yeah, yeah but magic explain, is... Like... I mean, magic is one of those things that, like, nobody can fully explain, right? Like, that's why it's a thing at the university is because, like, you try to understand it and figure out how to harness it to do certain things, right? So, yeah, like, the idea of wild magic or, like, pseudo-random magic effects happening when someone is channeling power is not completely unheard of. You all might be experiencing it a bit more because you're doing a lot more magic than the average person does on a daily basis. But, like, 
Yeah, it's not like this is completely unheard of. Yeah. I just I just love that it's like exactly like science, right? Where it's <laughs> like I followed the methodology that the previous postdoc mm-hmm. wrote down and for some reason I got completely different results. Like this Feather spell beard. never works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's just like that. Sometimes things happen and you don't understand why. Did you do a uh, nature check? I did. I got a five. A five. I mean, yeah, mithril, adamantine. Mm. Rocks. Are, you think all rocks are magical, Cedric. It's true. <laughs> you know, magic. I don't understand arcane magic. It makes no sense to me. So I don't know. Cedric would love the geologist dad on Dungeons and Daddies, and they talk mm. about rocks, and they've done these hilarious, like, rock raps. It's, the the show is the funniest thing I've ever listened to. Oh, man, um. crossover. Oh, man. <laughs> so, I guess, I mean, maybe, maybe Cedric and Kay back, like, maybe back up a little bit. Don't be at the bottom of the, of the rock pile. And I'm gonna try to do this again into the water to see if I can do something to the what seems to be what he's been dumping down there. Yep, no problem with not standing next to your big lightning bolt. That sounds like a yep, good I'm advice to me. There. I think I'm going to aim. So when out, like, especially when we were in here the first time, we kind of looked to where the water is still like clean at the end of the waterfall. And then the, eventually the pollution starts to come up. And mm. I'm going to aim kind of right in between those two things, assuming that the current would be, moving the contaminant before it really would reach the surface and Mm -hmm. kind of like trying to hone in on where I think the like most of the slag and stuff he's probably been dumping is sitting down there yeah and so if I hit a big amount it'll hopefully like again travel through whatever like is metallic down there okay so do you want so roll yeah another for your aiming basic attack okay 12 Okay. I mean, again, you're trying to hit an area, so it's not nearly as hard as it would be to, like, hit a person. So, yeah, it goes in that direction. Would you like to describe what it does when it hits the water instead? Well, I guess this time, I mean, we don't see, you see me do the, the same motion to fire out a lightning bolt. But this time when it hits the water, there's definitely a huge, like, boom and water is flying out. Like, if you've seen lightning bolts hit in, like, lakes or the ocean and stuff. So there's definitely water flies up everywhere but then down i mean if if i hit it down in the water you would see a glow down in the water that would kind of spread in whatever like piles are down there so it'd be there'd be much more glowing than what was in the wall where it was like like a like spider web sort of veins through the wall this time would be like big glowing rocks and i imagine probably some bubbling happened too and now there's like some steam coming off the water as all of that sort of melts and resolidifies, and at least like puts a like capping over all of that material of the exterior of those those minerals melting and reforming to like hold in all the crap that was in there. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, that was such a creative use of spells for solving this problem. I'm giving you a point of inspiration. So that's one free reroll on something in the future. Yeah, because that was really very cool and creative. Yeah, I did not. I And like last time we're in here, I did not have lightning bolt. There was like, there was literally nothing I could have done about this. And I just remembered about the lightning bolts that it can melt any metal with a low melting point, even if it's like on a person and you hit Mm -hmm. it with it, like with the lightning bolt and it can crash right through things that it can break through barriers and hit things like on the other side of doors and walls and crap. If you shoot right through stuff. After the water Kay, like, looks at Cedric, she's like, remind me to never piss off Fletcher ever again. <laughs> I mean, 
good luck. He's a little sketchy sometimes, you know? I don't want to be lightning bolt to death, though. I'm sure. He... But I hear you because you're 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't use magic <laughs> recklessly. <laughs> I feel like this is more of a like, mop. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Fletcher, please don't lightning bolt me. I know I'm really annoying, but please don't kill me with a lightning bolt. <laughs> or on Way fire. too complicated of a spell to cast on you. I don't know if I'm offended or not. <laughs> Thanks, I think. Uh, I'm, yeah, the, after the, I guess, like, echoing roar of all of that probably, mm-hmm. like, dies down in the cave. I'm like, okay, now what? Are we going to try to do something to that bridge? Towards the bridge! Towards the bridge! Well, it's but a it, stone bridge. It's stone. Shoot it also, do we want to do anything on the other side before we do the bridge? Was there anything that looked like you could really easily do anything to? Were there wooden supports up, up there? Or anything like that? Nope. No. Well, Cedric and I pretty much smashed everything we saw. And I stole the shiny rocks. Yeah, but you didn't see any potential weak points in the in the caves. Cedric and Kay, while you're well, and Naughty on the other side, can you go and I don't look at what is the mechanism connecting the bridge into the walls? Because it's it's spinning, so it's not connected by that large width of stone. It's it's connected by something right. inside, so it's either a small piece of stone we could do something to, or wood. So, it, can you can you see if you see anything more at the ends of the bridge? Yeah, right. can I go take a look at that? Mm-hmm. Search yeah, checks. Like kind I'll of, kind of fly yeah. underneath and look too. Can, can yeah. we both? Or yeah, just, search checks. Search because I'm not coming down those rocks. So you ha- you all have to look. I'm not coming down there. <laughs> Delegating. Eleven. Uh, 20, really doesn't like the dice. Three. Twenty-three. Well, that's yeah. out. That was. Actually, I rolled an 11. I've got that at plus zero at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I get to add stone cutting to this since it's a stone bridge? Sure. All right, then a 13. <laughs> awesome. Kay, you like get down on your belly and you're looking at like the seam between like the bridge and the pathway here. And like, like you know, like I right up against the crack, you can see the, yeah, he's right. There's like a little narrow, like it looks like a stone roller of some kind. That's attaching it on this side, and you imagine there might be something similar on the other side. She's like still face down, and she's like, "Yeah, there's like a stone rollery thing in here." She's like, has her arm up. And like, <laughs> it's stone though; it's not wood. Hmm. Hmm. You think we could jam it with something? Well, that would just make it <laughs> so that it wouldn't spin anymore. <laughs> Safer. All <laughs> right. Safer. <laughs> Well, I mean, we could like flip it. We and are then, fantasy I guess... OSHA. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> it was bound to happen. Never mind. Sorry, that was dumb. <laughs> Please don't lightning bolt me. The only, the only other thing I can think of right now is I have, I have these two vials, and I, I pull them out of my out of my pack that we had identified back in town as universal solvent. I don't know if that could weaken it in any way that somebody then could more easily snap the stone inside to potentially get the bridge to to fall away from the wall and then its own weight at that point should then take it down. Otherwise, I, I don't that's too small of a of a space for me to do much to. I, I I could add a little bit more. I can conjure a little bit of acid, you know, if we're trying to just weaken it as much as we can. 
it's so small that I don't I don't think I could get a magic missile in there to try to like crack crack it with using just force. Doesn't Nadia like vomit up acid every now and then? I do indeed. Now that you mention it. (laughs) Own it. I mean, don't we all? (laughs) Yeah, technically. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, maybe Nadia could just like burp on it a lot. And then Cedric could hit it. I'm down for that if you are, Nadia. Yeah, I can do that breath weapon several times, actually, if we just hang out here for a little while. I feel like we just do it on this one side of the bridge and maybe it'll weaken it enough that it'll collapse and fall in. I think if we crack that pillar, that's clearly what's extending into the walls to hold up the suspended spinning portion. The weight of all of that stone should then start to take the rest of it down. Uh, it, I think it's all it's all relying on that 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 inner cylinder that Kay saw. It's Axel. That makes sense. I'm down. So I guess whoever's at the bottom of the the rubble, I'll toss them the two vials universal solvent mm-hmm. say, like, also if, there's a river of acid but beneath us i mean i can use. i can get them from you too <laughs> mm-hmm. so no tossing of the vials oh yeah or naughty yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. um if i can if we can i can try to come down there if if no, you stay can, over there. These are these are very them. treacherous rocks, Fletcher. It's, I can try to and, aim and my getting my them back up yeah. will work better if you're up there. Yeah. I can try to aim my acid splash from up here. It should reach, but I would just you would probably need to stand back because launching it that far, I imagine there's going to be some dripping. If we need uh, that, I I have a little bit more acid I can add in. So, sure. we want to start with mine or start with the universal thing or I mean mine is basically free I can do it once every some number of rounds yeah go um, for it yeah let's let's start with what we know we can can use again so I can I can try casting my my spell as well before we start using up our consumables yeah Kay moves very far away from yeah possible splashback <laughs> of any kind of acid or hammer if we're Actually, if we're killing the bridge, do we want to get you two... Cl- well, I guess we can't get Cedric clear yet, but we can get Kay clear. Is like, back up the rubble? To be down here? Yeah, like yeah back that up sounds the rubble. good. Yeah, Kay could probably come back up the rubble. Yeah. So, like, I'll bring one end of a rope up to you, Fletcher, and then take the other end back down, and, like, Cedric and I can hang on to it so that Kay has a little bit better time getting up. Do I need to make a check for getting up the rubble? You know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that could be helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you want to get back up the rubble, you have to roll. It's a balance check. <clears throat> but you said you're Arch holding nemesis, a, the balance. You're check. holding a rope across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking up how many hit point hit points Stone has. So, uh... Uh, I got an 18. Okay, yeah, you make it back up, no problem. All right. I'm going to stand as far back, like, a, a there's kind of a little divot in the wall, like, that's so I'm, like, not in Fletcher's kind of line of sight shooting towards the bridge. I'm just going to stand my back to the wall until they're done weakening the bridge as much as they can. Trying to eat away the stone, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then Nadia, with all the dignity in the world, just... <laughs> Starts Barf. vomiting on the ground. Like plastic a liquid right at the, right at the bridge. Oh. <laughs> Brian. 
Um, oh, you don't need to roll attacks, but because you're right up there on it. But how much damage does that do? That's a one d eight of damage. Please, please hold. And it's a one and two, isn't it? It's it, one. Yeah. Okay, hold on a sec. <laughs> okay, so so you might be here a while. So I'll say, how many times did you like to? Hmm. So it's I get to do it again once every one d four rounds, right. and I also rolled a one on that. So basically, every what like twelve seconds, sure. I can do it again. Awesome. How many times would you like to do it before I tell you how much progress you're making? Let's do like three, and then see if that looks like anything has happened. Okay. So, do I need to roll it three times? No, no, because I just did the math if you got max damage every time, which, like, obviously you're not. Um, mm-mm, mm-mm. If you did max damage every time, it would take you approximately 67 times to wear through it because it's a rock. Mm-hmm. So, so basically I'm thinking that it's splashing also like on the rock right in front of me so yeah. I can see that like nothing is happening. Well, it's mm-hmm. not nothing, it's mm-hmm. just very slow. Very, um, yeah. So yeah, you can keep going for as many as you want, but like I bet you can assume that after a certain threshold of attempts, I will, you'll receive a penalty of sorts. So, you know. So is that like to eat all the way through it would take that long? Yeah. Or just enough to do like structural weakening? So yeah, let's... um. It's only 13.4 minutes. Assuming you get to do it every two rounds. Like if we're trying to we're trying to I guess Okay. Yeah, you know, weaken it mm-hmm. enough that then though his like the the force of Cedric's warhammer coming down like there mm-hmm. could could then create the crack sure. through the stone. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. we were to say that you were trying to eat two thirds of the way through it, <laughs> it would still take forty five max yeah. acid breaths or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah, if you that do would it be sort of a times. consult with Cedric and be like, "Is this anything?" Uh, I don't feel like it's as effective as we kind of hoped. Do we um, think the universal solvent would be stronger? I mean. Does it work that way? I feel like the universal too, right? solvent is for glues. That's what I thought. Can we but just try and pick up some of the, say, gr- the gross water? And then dump it on? A truly universal solvent would dissolve anything. Th- this is so. a this is a truly universal solvent. The reason why, like, the, the description only says that it, like, dissolves two things, but it's because those things are incapable of being dissolved by anything but universal solvent. It's sort of assumes that by the name you know it uh, dissolves everything else as well. Well, we have two of them, so we can try one. Try one bottle. Let's do it! Alright. Let's do it. So you are carefully pouring one vial of universal solvent down this crack to dissolve the stone. Okay. So yeah, you do see that like as it trickles down in, it starts to and the like there's obviously some sort of chemical reaction happening that the stone is starting to like you can see it being sort of eaten away as you look through the crack yeah okay yeah this is way more effective than whatever you guys were doing well then smash it cedric what are you waiting for <laughs> yeah i guess uh, try yeah try to see if, if that's enough if you can't if you can't tell in there how how much it looks damaged right now and then if it doesn't work, we have another bottle we can try. Okay. I'll wait till it's done. 
Yeah. Before I start swinging at it. Okay, so it like hisses for a minute or two, and then it's done, and you're going to try hitting it with your Warhammer? Mm-hmm. So exactly where slash how are you trying to hit it? I think I'm trying to hit... So I'm standing on the edge of the cliff, and I'm I'm swinging for like the first like foot of the bridge. Okay, like, so I'm like trying... straight down? Yeah, straight down, like trying to... Yeah. So I'm Cedric, obviously not standing on the bridge. Right, but yeah. Do you have anything, or is there anything that you found further in when you were wrecking stuff that we could, that's hard but could slot in there so you could hit that so that it would go in and strike the 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 act the the stone down there so that all your force gets concentrated on that small area? Like I'm thinking, if there was like a very hard piece of metal. Maybe like a ring from a barrel or something that mm-hmm. if you like, you know, what you what you right. like split a wood over wedge. or something. Uh, oh right. yeah, something that could act as a wedge so that your your force is focused on a very small area so it's applying more pressure down there. I yeah, what were those like barrels and stuff held together with? Yeah, so the wooden tubs that he'd had the acid in, like they they were like barrels. They had a metal ring around them. You guys destroyed everything and tossed it in the pit, if I remember. Yeah. Correctly. I do have a buckler. I can fly back over and get something. You do have a buckler. Or Nadia can go get something. And Nadia, do you want to go get a piece of scrap metal? Sure. There may be some dragging involved, depending on the weight. But yeah. Weren't there spikes in the pit? Or was the pit just a pit? It was just he just a made pit. the pit. It was a magical oh. pit that he opened up by magic. It was one of the patches Wait, the... off of the robe. It just makes a 10-foot and... pit. And the pit was still there? It's like a permanent? Yes. It's a permanent mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, if only we had a the ability to make a pit, we could make a pit. Yeah, were right there any other the, patches that might be something useful? Yeah, right where the, the axle of the bridge uh-huh. is. And... One of those, like, maybe an explosive patch or something? No, no nothing else like... on the robe would be useful for us right now. I like to imagine yeah, that I, I was, can... like, about to swing. I was, like, halfway through my swing, and you were like, you know, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, like... can, I can fly back over and grab a piece of the barrel ring. Okay. Like, uh, I, I will set my bag down. Like, I am not carrying anything else while I'm going over right. there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you go over and fetch some of that and bring it back. Okay. And it, you're going to fashion it into some sort of wedge type something? Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming okay. we're going to have to sort of hammer that down into a shape first. Okay. Alright, and then I'm just going to start beaten on it to try and like force it into the crack that is uh opened up by the solvent okay yeah give me an attack and then some damage presuming that you don't like get a one i got a nine i mean that's yeah you're yeah (laughs) it's fine um damage eight damage eight damage okay so you hit it nothing like immediately happens but you know it was a good strong hit all right i'm gonna keep doing that then okay just Keep Do it again! Woo, Cedric! Okay, he's like cheering from the top and yep. like... More damage? Moral Nine damage! Okay, yeah, so this time you hit it just right and you hear a crack. Okay, right. can I put a little more acid down there to try to act through the crack a little bit before he hits it again? Sure, you're using your acid breath? Yeah. How many more are you doing? I like kind of hop out of the way. Because it's not that even, one like... was another one. Yeah. 
six, so okay. seven points total. So you've done five breath weapons total? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you do a little more of that and some more acid splurps down into the crack. Sound effects. Um. Nope. <laughs> no foley for this, please. We, we still have we still have the other vial, right? We yeah. didn't use it yet. All right, I'm going to swing one more time. It's a 22 mm-hmm. versus AC yep. and another nine, nine damage. damage. It cracks again and it's like you hear the crack and then Cedric like you know stone you can feel even though it's slight the vibration is something is starting to slide and you take a step or two back as like this whole side of the bridge just <laughs> slides down the wall and crashes into the water and it basically the weight of it pulling snaps the piston or the not the piston the pivot on the other side and that eventually comes crashing down as well so there's this big splash of river water but the bridge is now under the water. Yeah, very nice. High fives all around. I mean, just with Nadia, because right. she's the only one that's near where I am yes. right now. <laughs> yeah, we're at the top of the steps, just like, yay. Off <laughs> clapping. We're, we're, we're doing what we much can. Worse. She's like, yeah, yeah. go Cedric! Yes, Ray, yeah. hit that thing! I like do a couple of like swings with my hammer, mm-hmm. just kind of... Alright, we ready to get out of here? Well, bes- besides taking down the the shaft down here after we get out do do we kill his friend wallace in that room <laughs> what <laughs> who he you may not a... remember that when we first came in there was a watery substance in a room that hurt when we came into contact with it and he had given it a name and it seemed to sort of keep him company like this skull that he talked to and kept with him which you may not remember that either he was extremely extremely odd um, <laughs> and so that's you know we're doing we're like physically destroying his mind but we could also <laughs> emotionally destroy him by killing his friends do it, do it. let's fill up a wallet I don't know how you kill a blob of water, but I mean, I think it was some kind of gel or jelly or I could pee pudding, one of those amorphous type monsters. Okay, dump a vial of universal solvent into it. That might work. I kind of now want to dump it on him, but I'm just saying now that I know that it eats through anything, it seems like the best weapon we've encountered this far. <laughs> Surely we have other things that can hurt a blob. I mean, probably just magic, but... Uh... Fletcher, since you interacted with Wallace previously, give me an Arcana check. 19. Or, I'm sorry, 18. Yeah, so it's really small and it didn't seem to move much, so like... If it's a jelly or a slime of some kind, it's not a very powerful one. And yet you imagine that like a fairly simple spell, something like cold or a fire or something like that might damage it. You do know that like a lot of slimes and jellies and whatever tend to be resistant to acid because they often do some kind of acid damage themselves. But yeah, there are other other kinds of magical spells that could incapacitate or kill something like that pretty easily. Yeah. So. I might. We can take a vote. Sure. I don't know if that's too dark for y'all. I'm in favor. Kill uh, it! Kill it! I think I'm fine with killing 
slimes just because somebody's given one a name doesn't mean it is it actually yeah. like a, is it actually does it it didn't seem like it really was very you know conscious sentient at all <laughs> sure let's do it yeah okay so does that mean cedric and nadia you're coming back up past the rubble yes okay yeah yes we got to get cedric up mm-hmm. is that a balance check yes is there a rope or are you just crawling yeah i'm anchoring at my end as best i can and then Kay and i will have it at the other end cool Mm -hmm. all right cedric oh that's a seven glad i didn't pull the stats down for the rubble yet okay i need some d6s make another either balance or tumble check and you took three points of damage for smacking a knee on a rock as you slipped and fell 17. 17. You do not slide off the edge into the river. <laughs> Super embarrassed. Bright, rosy, rosy flush cheeks. Uh, you think we'd know where to put our feet by this point. We've gone up and think. down this so many times. I feel like every time someone slips, though, like, mm-hmm. it's a whole new ball game. Well, that's I made it. That's what saying. happens when you when you fall. Is that like you fall and the rubble all shifts, and that's what brings you close to or causes you to fall over the edge. So yeah, every time you walk across it after somebody has fallen, it's new terrain. So, uh, am I across now? Did no. I make it across? No, I have to do it again. Yes, sixteen. Okay, you make it the rest of the way. Renewed resolve after you embarrassed yourself. You scooch the rest of the way across without issue. Hey guys, I made it. Okay, we're all back up the ramp. Mm-hmm. We're so proud of you. Let's right, go let's kill Wallace. Go kill I cannot Wallace. help. I have nothing magical. <laughs> My cat. <laughs> she wants to help. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're killing Wallace? Yeah, let's kill Wallace. I guess we walk in there, like, look at it. I cast a ray of frost at it. Okay, you cast a ray of frost at it. Is that a attack? It is. It's, okay, it, yeah. That would be a should be a ranged touch. Yeah. Let me double check. Yeah. Yep, range range touch attack. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Yep. So your ray of frost, little like bead of magic, flies out from your hands and hits this little puddle, and it just like. You know, like a, like, um, you know, fast version of a video of water freezing. It just, and is all solid. And it's not like Cedric, it was, hit it with your hammer. Yeah. It's not like it was moving before, so it's not like much has changed, but it's now frozen. I hit it with my hammer. You hit it with smash, your hammer. Smash, and smash, And it shatters smash. as yeah. satisfyingly as when you step on like that really thin ice that's created when like a puddle freezes and then there's like air under it. Love stepping on that. It's so crispy. Anyway. Um, then I jump up and down on the bits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have shattered Wallace into many tiny frozen powdered pieces. R.I.P. Cool. Did <laughs> oh, you no. guys check out that door again? No. There was, I mean, we we went through, there was nothing there. Before. Oh. Yeah, what was, it just had stones inside on it? Yeah, in the door. Did we, it look I mean, magic Cedric, at all? you can look at it on the way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Take the I just stones check out that. and steal them and then sell them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's the last out. thing to check. 
Yeah, let's check it again. I feel like I didn't get a good chance the first time around because we were exploring. Okay, so you're going back to the door. It's an iron door with nine black stones set in it, and they can be rotated, and there is a lever handle. And when you open, when you take, do the lever and open it, there is what on the other side? Just a little room with nothing in it. Like it was like a, it's like a five by ten room, nothing in it. And the black stones, are they a stone that, are they a kind of stone that I recognize? I feel like you asked that before. Oh, that I don't remember like whether or do. not I told you, though. I think I said it was black onyx. I, yeah, I feel like I remember you being like, oh, it's just black onyx, whatever. Yeah. Oh, because it's the same as because we had seen onyx previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They can be rotated. I want to kind of like spin them around and just like see if I feel like there's any kind of like... Actually, I want to open the door halfway. Okay. And I want to look at like the width of the door and feel like, it is, like is there a mechanism in there? Like, are they part of a lock? Like, I guess is what I'm feeling for is like feeling for like a tumbler catching or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you're basically doing like a search check to try to like understand how this works. So give me that. Okay. I'm gonna. One second. (laughs) Brian, do you remember if you had detect magic up before when we were in here? Hmm? Did anyone have detect magic up when we were in here before? I want to cast guidance on myself. Okay. Before I do this. Cool. That's a 17. Okay. So you spin the stones with the door like half open and you can't really hear or see any kind of like lock mechanism working. I don't know. I'm going to cast detect magic and take a look. Okay. So detect magic in the first round does what? First round, presence or absence of magical auras. Okay, so presuming that you're focusing on the door itself, Mm -hmm. um, you don't see a magical aura. Okay, since I've got it up, I'll just do a look around. Okay, you see magical auras on your friends, various magic Mm -hmm. items that you're carrying or whatever, but you don't see any magical auras in like the hallway, the floor, the ceiling, whatever. Okay, I'm going to peek my head around the corner and look back towards the entrance real quick. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Okay. Weird door. <laughs> Let's just take the stones and get out of here. Are the stones removable? Hmm? Can I remove the stones? You can certainly try. How do I try? How should I try? Get with your hammer? <laughs> try to break the door? Are they. The metal door? Oh my god. Metal door, right? Can I just pry them out? Make me reopen the book to the section on breaking things in dungeons. Um. <laughs> I do have craft stone and metal. You want to decraft something? I want to decraft it. <laughs> Go ahead if you'd like to do that, or you can try smashing it. That's a net twenty for oh. a twenty-one, apparently. Sure. Really yeah. Um, yeah. you've got some. I I don't think you have like stone cutters tools or anything with you, but you use some something that you have in your bags of whatever but amongst the four of you you have something that you can use to sort of like jimmy under the stones and pop them out okay cool sorry (laughs) go somewhere else i think it's hilarious i love it (laughs) all right i have one more question for you dm before we bug out of here Uh i'm assuming 
that if I have a spell that should allow me to summon a small elemental, that will not work in our current world. Let me hold on a sec, because I wrote down rules for that. Let me find what mm-hmm. I said. Do, 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 do. Uh, okay. Rules time, rules time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so as one might expect, because this world is cut off from the other planes, it's a little weird when it comes to summoning things. So let me find what I wrote about that. Nope, that's not it. Rules. Haha. If only I had clicked on the one that said rules. Spells that don't work. Here we go. What is this spell? So summon nature's ally two, and one of the things on the level two list is a small elemental. Yeah, okay, so... I'm assuming that's just like you told me with summon method, which is like if there happens to be something on this plane. Right, so it's like planar ally or summon monster. If you're trying to get Mm -hmm. something that's not like from this plane there Mm is a 50% chance of succeeding because there may or may not be one on this plane for you to yoink well shit if it's a 50% chance that's actually almost worth it Basically, I could. God, I want summon... you to summon another water method right now so bad. I don't know if that's he would what you're be thinking. so mad though. That would be really <laughs> funny though. Like Nadia has no clue. It would be really, um, really funny though. It would just really ruin his day. Um, yeah. So if I tried to summon a small like rock elemental, and because it could only stay for like three rounds, yeah. But if I told it to like. Hey, tear up. up this tunnel yeah. <laughs> for three rounds? Sure. Would that be worth trying? <laughs> and if I did that, would I tell it to fuck up this tunnel that we're about to leave, like on this side, or try to cast it across the way? Because I think I can just... Well, I could actually stand over there and do it. Right, because you could fly. <laughs> you don't need the bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd say over here is where it was purely him digging through the ground and then he found that natural source of water in the mm-hmm. cavern so i don't i would feel worse about collapsing things over there where it feels like it was already partially formed naturally i'd rather yeah. destroy all of this over here that was his solely his Make creation it harder for him to get into it yeah and maybe okay. and maybe further down because then if we collapse the the shaft downward that should take care of the front hallway and all of that because mm-hmm. of the sand pouring in. So yeah, maybe I was thinking closer of... closer to the cavern. That's what I was thinking. Worth a shot? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to oh, roll the percentile dice to... or shall I? Once we're ready to go, you you roll it. Fifty percent chance you get a friend. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you do in fact get a friend. I rolled a 92. Amazing. So, yeah, basically once everyone's clear and sort of around the corner, I just, like, summon a small rock elemental and just sort of give it the instruction of, like, just break this. (laughs) It nods what, you know, you could presume is its head and just starts Mm -hmm. wailing on the walls with its fists. Yeah. Like, especially where those doors are and stuff, I would assume that it could probably do a good bit of. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to make sure everyone else is like down at the end at the ladder Mm -hmm. because I just, I just compromised a mine shaft. Yeah. 
No, it's great. Love it. <laughs> Yay! I used my level two spells. <laughs> Shaft us! Yay! <laughs> nice. Love that. Alrighty. So you're all It now... just means that Rocco Mental like was hanging out somewhere else in the world. When yeah. this is all over, back. can you can you give us like a scene where Mahat comes back? <laughs> Please. And like finds all of this. <laughs> yes. Can you just narrate like a two-minute story? Because <laughs> I love the idea of him like spending the time to dig out the entrance, dig out the tunnel now, and then gets to the bridge and the bridge is busted as well. I mean, if you remind me at the end of the campaign, I guess. Sure. <laughs> Like the end of a campaign? No, like next week. Well, why would I tell you what's going on with him while we're still running the campaign? <laughs> yeah, we still might run into him. We may get to kick his ass outside somewhere and he never say, gets back here. The, you, you made the, the cardinal mistake of leaving a bad guy alive, which means he now gets to be a recurring bad guy. Like... <laughs> that was not my decision. I <laughs> From the beginning. Look, I panicked. I didn't correctly. know. <laughs> Oh no, I'm not judging any choices. I'm just saying that he's still out there, so I can't tell you what happens to him. Andrew says yeah. he doesn't give him a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia, um, <laughs> when Nadia comes back, I'm going to ask if she can fly up and, and get the net that right, we rigged yes. up down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I will fly up, I'll get the net, I'll pop the door open. Cool. Yeah. Start climbing up. Okay, y'all climb back up the ladder and out into the desert. Uh, nope, then not a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> well, then uh, turn around, and I and I imagine it's like each one of us is on one side of the like square mm-hmm. entrance down, looking down, and I'm going to first cast grease down the shaft. Yes. So the sides down, like in Classic. the middle, get coated mm-hmm. in grease, and then I was gonna cast a scorching ray, but I think it would be way more badass to just like hold out a lit candle oh! and just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> yes i would like yes. fan art of this like the square you know the view coming up with their four faces around and the camera yeah. coming down love that so when that hits and you just see that area just go up and be, and i'm guessing this wood is very dry oh, being yeah. close to the desert surrounded by sand <laughs> so that it should just like the whole thing should just yeah. start lighting up it's pretty impressive actually y'all have to take a step back <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. And yeah, you can pretty quickly hear the wood sort of like cracking and, you know, breaking and popping as it's burning. And you might be aware of some slight shifting in the sand. It's not like it's gonna, you know, like antlion pit on, <laughs> you know, God. under you kind of thing. But like, Everybody you can make feel a that like, check. yeah, exactly. You're making some instability there. Yeah. There's also the big windrow of, of, you know, rock and sand and soil and whatever that he's left near here if you wanted to dump more stuff down in the hole, but that's up to you. I feel like once once we notice that it's like like we hear the like cracking and it definitely like shifts and like like you start seeing like the small trails of sand yes. starting to like yeah. go down, we would probably walk away. Like we know that the whole thing is gonna collapse in Yeah, it's like walking away from an exploding yeah. building, but it's like but it's like the plume of like sand, like dust from under the ground behind us as the whole thing like caves in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we all walk away without looking back. Mm-hmm. Amazing. 
Amazing. So you've come up and you've done that and it actually, it looks really super cool because the sun is setting to the west because you've been doing a lot of stuff today and you started in the morning, but it's been a long time down there futzing around. So it is, it is now evening time, but it means that the smoke plume looks really cool. That's what matters. What would you like to do now? Probably need a set up camp. If it's good, if the sun's going down, Mm. I mean, we we probably want to sleep, I would assume. But we're back in the desert. <laughs> yeah, we could get a little further away from it, just in case he's... Yeah. And then but the... yeah. He peeks out from behind the window. <laughs> <laughs> but the next thing to do is head back through the jaws of death. Yeah. Yeah. So When do we get fast travel? <laughs> Talk to your wizard. <laughs> wizard, when do we get fast travel? I can't do that. <laughs> So I'll sort of remind you that, like, you went through the Jaws of Death or the Stone Teeth because of where you were starting in order to get to here. But it's not like this place is entirely uh, sort of, like, fenced by the Stone Teeth. So there are other directions that you can go if you didn't want to go back through there. There are options. Because we sort of looped around a little bit, right? So ultimately getting back to where we started would not be in the direction of the Stone Teeth. Right. So basically, like, the stone teeth are east of here. You could go pretty much straight south and just, like, keep the mountains to your right and you would, you know, make it back into, like, the hill country where the myconids that you hung out with were and then, you know, eventually back to the rainforest, etc, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really depends on where you want to go next. Sounds great. Guys, we should talk about where we want to go next. I mean, we definitely want to get near the river to make sure that make it's sure it... looking better yeah. which it'll take us a little while to get back there so hopefully we'll see a difference um mm-hmm. especially if we can work our way up to where we saw where the pollution was dumping in and then then probably the jungle so we can get what we need that we're expected to bring back from those birds before we go back to town N- nadia have you thought about where you w- want to go after this yeah we fixed the river wasn't that your whole deal i mean once once i know it's okay i don't have to stay there i could i could i could go back with you i guess or if you if you want me if you want me i feel like we've come too far at this point just to like drop you off back in the jungle and be like see ya yeah we don't want to leave you alone if you don't want to be alone yeah, I mean, I'm yep. also really interested in, like, the whole thing with the temples and everything, because, you know, fixing that would mean I could actually go home. 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 Yep. Yeah, yeah I sh- think that's... You should stay with us, then. Yeah, I think that's a thing that we're going to continue on doing. I mean, it, I'm interested in it. Fletcher's interested in it. It's Kay's destiny. <laughs> I don't want it to be my destiny. It could be your destiny. I mean, and it I might also help. be. Yeah, you have a vested interest, too. I mean, we're all kind of wrapped up in it now. Mm-hmm. It's Sorry. almost like it's a part of somebody's divine plan. Uh, <laughs> almost like we're in a, somebody's story. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, like the gods have laid out a oh path for us. And we need to tread <laughs> in order to. It's almost like there's a purpose. It's like everything we do is being controlled by somebody with the roll of a I'm, die. I mean, the. <laughs> We have had several people associated with temples tell us that we're special, so, you know. That's true. I mean, I don't know about 
I mean, you guys are pretty special. We're all pretty special. And we did just have Friends Day. Yeah, that was several days ago. Whatever, it was close enough. Like you were dead for half. Yeah, it was like over yeah, a week ago. That was, remember. Yeah, that was way, mm-hmm. well, way before he even died. It yeah. took us a while to get him alive, and then yep. we hung out there for a little while, yep. and then we had to get back. Yeah, it's I don't been know closer if to like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if the days still count while I'm dead. <laughs> Nadia, we'll have to. We might have to do some hand waviness about when our friends' day is. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Like, like, are you still friends with somebody when they're dead, or does it continue on through death? Does it restart the clock? Is I guess what I'm saying, or or is it pause I mean, I, the clock? So instead of like dog years, it's Cedric back. days. Mm-hmm. Well, and don't forget that like your deep and you know connected friendship to him is what allowed you to bring him back because you had to yeah. recall all kinds of things about him in order to recall him. I mean, I guess we're still connected because we were able to bring you back. So I guess he it means we're all already technically back. friends. Yeah, I guess so. We weren't? No, I mean, me and Nadia. You guys, yeah, old news. Oh, he hasn't known me as long. Yeah. I haven't passed the arbitrary goalpost yet. <laughs> well, it looks like it's you not arbitrary. It's not arbitrary, it's two, ceremonial. Two dwarves rode on a raft through an underground ocean together for 42 oh. days and. <laughs> Very important stuff. Guys, it's very important. It's very important. Of my I respect culture. your beliefs. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So can we can we get can we get away from this area a little bit? <laughs> I would love to. All right. We headed towards we were the river. Just bickering while we were walking, like we always do. Yeah. Well, but like, what direction walk are you talk? walking in? Can we walk we, like directly towards the river from here, or do we need to like, like do south? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, we know we saw from when we were up in the in the village and especially on top of the mountain, we could we could just start heading south right now. So keep right now keep the sun and the mountains on our right and we should cut off a lot of time compared to when we followed the river before. So I think we can just make our way that way till we want to camp. Let's do it. Cool. Okay. So you walk for a ways and eventually set up camp. That sound about right? Awesome. Yep. Okay. That's the plan. Yep. Cool. That sounds, sounds like, like a good time for a long rest. Yeah. That sounds like a good <laughs> stopping point, too, so that I can figure out. I didn't know what direction they were going to go next, and now I have two weeks until our 50th episode on October 17th, where we'll then come back. Have I have. Then you have to make it count. I will have new story ready to go. That's so exciting. But yeah, thank you to everybody who's been hanging out and watching. We did some cool science chat. We used spells in cool ways to destroy the mine and fuck it up so that it's not usable <laughs> anymore. And ideally, the river will not continue to be polluted so problematically anymore. But we appreciate you watching and cheering and gifting subs and hanging out and chatting with us. So yeah, if you like what we do, come back on October 17th and literally anytime you come to our Twitch channel that day, you should see people playing TRPGs unless you happen to hit one of the 15 minute breaks between one shots. Um, (laughs) But there will be three different one shots run by friends in the community that day. Nancy and Ryan and I are each playing in, well, Nancy and I are playing in one together. Ryan's playing in one run by Nikki, friend of the show who played Tulip, the mouse folk monk. You guys hung out with, and you protected the shiny beetles, the pop bugs. 
Andrew, who briefly played Mafok, is running a one-shot at 9 a.m. Eastern. He hates me, but there will be some friends from RP Geeks, a Psycomer project from the UK, which is why it's so early in the morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Ali from RP Geeks will be running the one-shot that Nancy and I will be in and in the midday time slot yeah so there's all kinds of good stuff happening and there will be lots of new friend faces people we haven't had on the show before people who haven't done this before people who haven't done live streaming before people who haven't played D before it's gonna be awesome be a good time that's <laughs> what we do on nature check so yeah thank you so much for all the support and your audienceness and we will see you in two weeks on october 17th bye everybody